What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Reality Kingdom, where we put the real in reality or whatever, period. Period. We are here with Mr. Peridium. Peridium, how are you doing? Hey, hey, you guys. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me on. And second of all, nice to meet you guys. I don't think I've ever been on a podcast with you, right? Yes. Oh, first wow. time ever. It's super nice to meet you. I mean, we watch your videos. Well, specific, like I watch your videos all the time. Mm -hmm. Um so it's great meeting you. Great to talk to you. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, maybe wish we are having a slightly different outcome this week on BB25 and all that. A little more excitement in like what we're talking about. But either way, I'm, I'm happy to uh, be here for the first time. Yeah. Very awesome. <laughs> now, look, we're going to make it exciting regardless, period. So we can definitely, we can definitely try. <laughs> so um, we can definitely try. Let's just recap the week a little bit. Uh, first, we can talk about Jags winning. Jag winning the HOH. He okay. won. Well, actually, first, I kind of want to ask you, Pridium, because right now is a good time. Mm -hmm. This season is kind of wrapping up a little bit. I kind of want to know how are you feeling about this season? I guess as a whole so far, right now, as a yeah, is it wrapping up? I feel like I'm in a fever dream. <laughs> uh, this is like the longest summer and like fall of my life as a BB fan. Um, yeah, it's the season's been up and down. I feel like there have been times where it feels like it's going a mile a minute, like super fast. Mm -hmm. And then there's times where like, like the zombie week where it was like, is like Kathy and the caramel or whatever, just slowly getting by. And, uh, and then we've had like this string of like, Cam HOH, Jared HOH, then Bowie, mm -hmm. then Jag, then Jag. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if this is what I was hoping for at the end of the day with some yeah. of these outcomes. Um, I have been in, interested in like the feeds a lot more than than on you than on average. Sometimes it's a little predictable and suspenseful, and like these people don't always keep it that way. There's like Waffle Wednesday every week, and people are like flipping the vote, especially like, the first five or six weeks. Yeah, I'm. I'm like 50, 50, I'm like half in, half out with how I feel right now. We still have, we still have like the last stretch to go. So maybe we'll pull it out and it'll be a, a, a crazy ending or we'll get predictable ending and, you know, more of the same. So, yeah, I'm, like I'm more of a results oriented person. Like depending right. on who wins, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to, that's what I'm going to decide where I kind of want to rank the season. Are you kind of like that or are you kind of you? feel like the whole season overall uh i'm a little bit of both like i know some people say like last year like if taylor didn't win is the season half as good some people would say i've heard that criticism <laughs> and right so like on one hand i want to give credit to like up until the the results were in and like the final three or so i enjoyed a lot of what was happening from start to finish here and there and I want to like give that some credit because that's like I don't want to just let the the ultimate result decide like how I feel, mm -hmm. but I'm also like it it's so disappointing to have like a, a dud of an ending, you know. Yeah, if you if you spent especially on like a hundred day season where it's the longest ever and it's like what did we go through just for like predictability and like <laughs> like bad gameplay and like no drum like not a ton of fighting and nothing. Where are the stakes? You know. Exactly. So I'm a little bit of both like. I love the results. And sometimes I'm like, look, the results are the results. Like, it is what it is. 
Like these people, the people I'm rooting for won. This season's better. Mm-hmm. It just is what it is. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, I'm happy. And they're like, well, what if that person didn't win? And I'm like, then it wouldn't be as good. <laughs> what do you mean? That's the result. <laughs> I'm like, for me, I'm not result oriented that much at all. I yeah. know Taylor winning is just amazing, but I still hate BB24. And I feel like it's because of, I'm just all about the characters. And I think that's the thing. Everyone has a different um, reason, I guess, for why mm-hmm. you would like a season. So for me, BB24, I still hate it. I hate the characters, not literally all of them except one. Um, it's great that she won, but that's not enough for me. One person can't carry it, and that's why I'm not a fan of BB14. Girls be getting on me because that's the damn season. But damn, it's not enough to carry a season for what, me. What's your favorite season? What's your favorite? Like, what are your top two? Um, BB6, BB20, the characters. Okay. The characters. Those are kind of cast, though. Those are really yeah, yeah. Speaking of characters, this season, I think, does have that. BB this big BB25 has the oomph of the BB6 characters and the BB20 characters for me at least mm-hmm. with the re and Jag with all these comps. Cam even had a little thing. I'm not a fan, but he had a little moment. Um, um so many different layers. Felicia, that's just so she's just such an interesting player. We have she is. At who a lot of people have a lot of attention on him. Even the pre-jury, this pre-jury had a lot of Jared was so uh, monumental. Um Izzy. Heisa, all of these characters. So when it comes to a character standpoint, I do like this season. And I do feel like that could help me with the overall rating. But what I do want to talk about is kind of like this new era in general, because we ain't getting into, we ain't even get into the week yet. But still, (laughs) the new era in general, the new era in general. I got nowhere to be. I can be here all night. There's nothing going on. But no. (laughs) (laughs) At all, really. The new era to me. It's just, which is BB23, 24, 25. Yeah. It's just the gameplay or or the what's happening on the seasons to me, it's just so much more dynamic than we've had in a mm-hmm. lot of other seasons. There's not oh, a yeah. season like 25 where the entire power structure is flipping. And same with 24. So I still feel like this new era has some oomph to it. I don't know. How are you liking the new era? Oh, way, 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 way better than what was before it. We were, <laughs> it was the, it was we were in the, the pits it was the worst thing ever i mean i i can't stand bb night bb i watched the feeds on bb i don't know if you guys are watching the feeds but bb19 was it was a hot mess but like everyone was terrible it was just yeah. elite my it just couldn't i didn't root for any of them i was like i want them all to lose mm-hmm. i don't know some people have a different take i know you guys had ethan on a couple of months ago and he loves bb19 mm. um oh, we didn't get into that you didn't him. there's a yes. pod, there's a podcast out there where yeah you oh, got okay. it no i'm just saying like well, there should be a podcast at some point where you talk about like it's my least favorite like reality season and it's like his number one favorite big brother season and i'm like that is there's a complete difference in what we like um but i get it you know some people love josh it is what it is uh and then like bb bb21 was just awful and yeah. bb22 was boring and awful there was no no drama, really, no fights, no good gameplay, just like the most predictable stuff every single week and bad outcome. At least BB25, like you get predictable HOHs sort of, but like how they're getting to the end of the week is quite chaotic mm-hmm. and like sloppy. And yeah. I kind of like a lot of this cat. Like there's not anyone that I'm like hardcore against really, especially here at the final seven. I'm like, I don't really dislike any of these people that much, honestly. There's some people I wish were playing better, but I can't like, you know, if everyone played like the best game, it might be boring. It may be like, I don't know, like maybe 22 or something. So I don't know. Yeah. 
I, I definitely prefer where we're at now and the direction the show has gone in for the most part than where it was a couple of years exactly. ago. Yeah. What I'm excited for is that I think it's just going to keep getting better because I feel like when you even look at 23, 24, and 25, like three totally different seasons. Like I feel like almost nothing is similar, and that's what's so interesting. And mm -hmm. I think that the key word there is like dynamicness because I wouldn't say that the gameplay – has been better the last three seasons overall. But I feel like it was good on 20, 23, really good. Like half that cast yeah. was playing pretty well. That was amazing. More than half. It was yeah. a really good cast. That was but, a really good yeah. cast. Continue. Last year, last year, this year, not not as good gameplay, but At it all. is what it, still. But I feel like that what's interesting is that there's a lot more dynamics and obstacles that they have to face as players than what we kind of got. I feel like in the 16 through 22 era, I thought it's like, mm -hmm. it was a lot of just like mundane activity, people kind of following the leader, everyone just wanting to do what the HOH wanted. I feel like, I feel like in that kind of even like, I guess, terribleness of gameplay, it's causing interesting outcomes that people, I mean, people are making bad moves and it just makes it more interesting to watch. And I feel like that's definitely what's been happening this entire season. And now we're kind of just watching comp wins. And I feel like that's what sucks. Because this, this season yeah. started off really, really strong for me. I think this season started off like it was like top tier season. And I will say it dropped lower. I think it's still like top 10 for me. But I don't know. This in-game, ever since Zombie Week, I've really kind of been checked out like mentally. Like I love this cast. I really do. But like I'm not really like attached to it as much like i was even more attached to 24 and i hated most of them oh. <laughs> i feel like i'm kind of just watching these people play um mm. which has been a fun experience because i'm not like as like i said i'm not emotionally attached so i'm not like like everyone on twitter like a lot of people on twitter are, are really emotionally attached and they have very strong opinions and i just feel like i'm watching it as a third party just being like i mean it's just a show <laughs> like like when is it gonna end is it over with yet like that's kind of where i'm at now and i feel like that's what's making me feel like is this season like top top tier now i don't know but if like serene wins yes it will be <laughs> mm. <laughs> and that doesn't do it for me but hey i guess good luck to her i mean She's i, I, I I agree with that. Like, you know, if you can get like, I'm not always super intrigued every week. I'm not like at the edge of my seat. Although I was for like the first five weeks, that was definitely like mm -hmm. every single day. I was like, what are they doing now? Oh my God. Uh, and now it's like, it's just, there's just not much happening. There's some conversations here and there, but like, if you get like an unpredictable, like Suri would be an unpredictable winner at this point. I don't yeah. think I could expect her to win right now based on how things are playing out. But I mean, that's just the same thing as like, you know, if say Taylor won, it's like, it's a, it's a winner. I did not see coming. I didn't expect it based on like what was happening and good for the season and good for us. Like it'd be way more interesting and it would make the season higher up. Like it, at the end of the day, like it kind of is like the journey versus the destination. A good destination does sometimes make a bad journey or an okay journey, like way better. Cause you got there. So I don't know. Yeah, that's true. All right. So Jag was just the invisible HOH. He was allowed to play again, unfortunately. And um, he wins HOH again. And I actually did like this HOH competition, but we'll talk about it more when we get to the veto because mm. the veto and then this HOH, it's just a lot. But I did like the HOH competition in general. Jag ends up winning though. The, the outcome I didn't like. And we see immediately, basically, not, even, not immediately, but very, Quickly, he comes to the conclusion that he wants to just target blue. Mm -hmm. 
him, Bowie, and Matt talk about it. He eventually tells Sari that that's uh, who he's going to target. And the only people who don't know are Felicia and Blue herself. So I don't know. I'm sick. I don't know how I feel about Jack continuously targeting Blue because Blue is so, you know, like in the clouds about him not being loyal to her. And she really, really wants to be loyal to Jag and Matt. And she seems very convinced that she can do that. So how do you feel about, I guess, Jag's decision to target Blue? And then just his gameplay in general, because this goes in with what a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, I feel like Jag has created like a target in Blue that wasn't originally there. Like up until last week when he wasn't even, they weren't really that against her. And she was hard, she was riding with them. I mean, I feel like he sort of put her in that corner. And I don't, I don't. I, I don't know, like, I couldn't figure out exactly why they decided to go that route of, like, needing to target Blue ahead of America and Corey last week. And then, obviously, Blue won the veto, so that switched it all. But then, like, okay, well, we already went in on that plan. We went halfway. It didn't work. Now we have to go back to it this week. And I'm like, I do think now this week it kind of makes a little bit of sense because, like, what Blue is saying to the cameras by herself is that... I need to get out Matt and Jag. Like they need to be the next two. Mm-hmm. She's saying that's what her her target would be. So I'm like, okay, now it makes sense. But like it didn't start that way. I do think for a while Blue was just riding with them and was okay with that. And she's not that good of a player. She doesn't really have good takes on it. <laughs> she doesn't have hot takes. She doesn't have good takes. She doesn't have good reads on most of what's happening. The dynamics. Even even right now, she doesn't realize she's gonna get voted out. And there's nothing she can do about it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, yeah, maybe take that person with you who's like deluded in thinking she's by your side. Don't I don't I just didn't really understand. I guess there was like it's just a combination of questionable gameplay from last week mm-hmm. just bleeding into this week. Uh I think now it makes sense, but I still think like overall it's really I don't know, it's dicey gameplay from Jag. I I haven't been a huge advocate for his gameplay in the last few weeks now. Mm-hmm. I I I, understand. I agree with that because I do feel like it's it's weird that he's targeting blue, but it kind of poses the the idea of in these in game scenarios. I was I was talking to Lee off the podcast, and I was like, honestly, I feel like I'd want to target um, a Sari in this moment, or uh, like like someone who's strategic. And that's because I'm just kind of thinking of this is a strategic game. Who is smarter than me? Uh, or last when he was talking to Blue instead of Corey, I was like, I would target Corey. Corey right. is smarter. Corey is a bit able to rally. But Jack has said to Matt and to the to the to everybody, I just want the people who I can who I can't beat out because if I can just win these comps, then I can win. So it poses the question near the end game: Should you even care about strategic people if they can't win comps? And it just literally doesn't matter. Or should you just target the people who you can, you can't beat in comps, and then move along from that? I guess it kind of depends on like how good you are at the comps. I feel like I've never been a big advocate of like you need to win all the comps because you can't really predict. Ex- well, you can in in some cases. Like the one thing I don't love about the modern era, and it's gone on for like the last decade. Big Brother's competitions are like super super predictable. You can easily figure out like what they're going to be doing. I have like you can. I was uh, debating putting together like a master list of just all the competitions they've ever done, and you can basically just slot them in and just figure out like, okay, it'll probably be between like weeks four and six. This one will be between like eight and ten. Mm-hmm. One of these, you can kind of figure out what they're going to do, and we can still probably do it. Like I know like this upcoming HOH five out of the last six years, it's trivia. It's going to be a trivia comp, and it's probably really? going to be a point based. 
and it's probably going to come down to seven questions and that's not <laughs> yeah, too bad it's not too bad for Suri or or america which is kind of why i'm like i'm not actually that down on them right now even though they're in a bad spot mm-hmm. but um but with jag like yeah winning all the comps is not a dependable strategy because you can't guarantee you're always going to win them and even if you take out players like a lot of the end game does still have mental stuff like even this veto and even this HOH was quite still required a lot of like attention to detail. And if you took your time and you were patient in the in the dentist HOH, like you could beat Jag. You just yeah. had to really pay attention and get the details. And I guess people just didn't figure it out fast enough. Um, I don't like this. I don't like the strategy. I, I would hate. I don't know. It's it's too uh, brute force. Like it's too one dimensional. Like we're just gonna take out the people who are the best at the comps. Like I, I mean, maybe it'll work out. I, I would. I would hope not, because it's kind oh. of <laughs> boring. It's terrible. <laughs> It'd be kind of boring to watch, like the dude who's it's, it's I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I'm conflicted on it because I, I, I it tends to actually work, and that's kind of why I'm conflicted because I, I like it's happened a lot where just the person who's winning the comps at the end just wins the game. So it's kind of like maybe he's on or something. But um, like for for Jag specifically, it makes it doesn't make sense 100% because like you're right, it's just full brute force. Like you can't just expect you're going to win every single competition. Like I feel like that's a mistake Kylan made in BB23 when he was like, "Oh, well, I'm going to stick with Xavier. We're going to go to Fonzie because didn't take we're going to the person he needed to t- he wants to stick with the person who he could lose the comps in but keep on sorry. Mm-hmm. But uh the point of that in general was that he didn't think that he would lose any competition where he would be in danger to get sent home. Yeah. And you really can't just be dependent on that. I but I feel like with Jag specifically, at this point, his only path to the end is winning. So I feel like it makes sense in that regard. Like, he's not going to win by socially maneuvering his way or strategically maneuvering his way. If he doesn't win, he's going home. So I kind of see the logic in that sense of, like, if he feels like he can beat, you know, the Mamas and Bowie, like, I guess it makes a little bit more sense because he has been doing it. He's been beating everybody. So... I feel like in this specific scenario, it, it, it works. Um, but it's also like just not that many people left. So it's like, I could definitely see at this moment, I mean, why not target Blue? I mean, she's the only person, other person with a comp win, really. That's not Matt. And he's not targeting Matt. Mm-hmm. Well, Felicia too. But they're not scared of Felicia. So, <laughs> no, literally. So after this, um, America says she needs to make a deal. So she goes to Jag. She makes this deal that she's not going to target them he kind of believes it for some reason and that's like just a testament to what kind he of what ate that like. up i don't want to like <laughs> america what I, what I really really enjoy about america's game is that it just seems like there's always someone in the main power structure that wants to look out for her you know it was like corey um cameron kind of occupied that for a minute and now we have jag and it's just like i don't know what slight mist that she has over some of these people, but like I, I don't understand why he thinks at all that she would not go after him. Like you just put her and her man up. I think like, it, I think it goes to like Jag has like a little. He's his. He just doesn't fully get people's takes, like their reads. His reads are always kind of off a little bit. You know, he even today. I don't know how much you watch the feeds, but like Matt has like convinced him that like Matt isn't actually going to turn on him. Matt lied through his teeth and it's like, Sri or Felicia are lying to you, dude. I'm on yeah. your side. I would never cut you. Yeah. And Jag's like, I know, I know. And it's like, no, it's actually the exact opposite. Yeah. It's kind of been like that. Like, this is Jag's problem with his social game and why he has to rely on all these competitions is because he's like 
taking out the wrong people, trusting the wrong people. I think America has a decent, I think there's like a little bit of charm. She kind of reminds me of like, I said this a while ago, she kind of reminds me of like the first season that Parvati was on on Survivor. Sarisa says she is no poverty. I know, and, she, and Sari said that, and like we, <laughs> and she probably isn't. The first season that because Sari played with poverty on her second season. Mm -hmm. that, that's true. I do see her as the first season, but she's like the first season. Poverty wasn't as good, wasn't as slick. Yeah, and so I was like, America's a bit sloppy. She's got this like she's cuddled up and protected, which is exactly what Parvati did on her first season in Cook Islands, mm -hmm. and she's gonna get sixth place at the moment, which is exactly where Parvati landed, which yeah. is amazing. I don't know. I'm like, there's some charm there. You can see like uh, this kind of player who's like, she she loves to just cozy up and she gets people wrapped up and she gets gullible guys like Jag. He's a very gullible dude and he he believes it because they've had this friendship, this flirtatious, goofy friendship for like the last three months. And he mm -hmm. just, I don't know. He just wants to believe it's legit. That's interesting. That's I, a I, new I, rumor too. I like <laughs> that Jag one America. That Jag and Mary. <laughs> He's been flirting with her ever since Corey left. I, I don't know, Corey. What you think? Is it uh, I think he has been a little bit. He's kind of always flirted a little bit, though, even when Corey was there. That's true. That's He's true. always been like real kind of. But this is my thing. I love the strategy. I do love the strategy with what America. Like, if that's America's strategy, which I think it is, I do love it. And I loved it when Poverty did it. It's just um, hard. It's a very difficult strategy to achieve. Especially to get respect, too. Especially if, don't respect that. If, yeah, especially <laughs> if you're a lady. Matt don't respect if, that. If you're a woman. Um, if you're a woman, it's so hard. It's already hard to win as a woman. And then when you're um, trying to pretend to kind of be, um, you know, up under a man a little bit, it makes your, her perception really bad. So it's going to be mm -hmm. hard for her to even win like a jury vote. But we can get into it a little later, I feel. What they need, so, what she, I mean, I do think she's got like, she's got that her head is in the right direction of where she needs to go going forward. And she's got to do what I'm like, yo, you're working with like the queen of the black widows. You got Sari Fields yeah. in the house, uh, yeah. you know, from, from Survivor Micronesia, who is like, she rocked with those women to the final four, final five. Mm -hmm. She was going to go, uh, like, hello, you got like Parvati 1.0, you could say discount Parvati, whatever, take that. <laughs> But she can't get Bowie, and she's pissed off Felicia. So it's just like mm -hmm. it's like a train wreck. It's like watching, it's like watching the guys like Eric Reichenbach like somehow finesse. He's like Jag. He's kind of like Jag. Oh, he is. Yeah. He, he kind of feels like a bit like a Jag here, you know. Except yeah, he's just winning it, and they can't convince him to stop it. To stop it, give it up. Give up the HOH key. Take it off and put it on Sari's neck. You know, uh. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Honestly. So Jag tells Blue she's the pawn. When she is the target. And she's so and happy about it. She's oh, I am. I'm going up and I can have a hand. And making sure America gets out of here because I had a hand in getting Corey out. Because I won the veto, the second veto. <laughs> I won the second veto <laughs> took myself off. So that means I basically put Corey up and sent him home. God. So she thinks because she's going to be evicted to the, tomorrow <laughs> on Thursday that she is going to have a hand in America's um, Which is just hilarious. It, it, it's this I love Blue. Ooh. I love her so much. But I just this, this tunnel vision beef one sided at what? this point. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's she very one sided. Me. She told me she been had beef with America. 
What? It's been it's been weeks. Like she she said like in the earlier weeks that she does not trust America. I don't understand. I don't know where it came from. Like what started? Are you team America in the earlier weeks of family style? Me? Like they wouldn't bring her in. I mean, I'm rooting for for America, but I do enjoy the entertainment of Blue. But I'm Team America. I'm 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 hoping for Team America on Twitter. Uh, I mean. Yeah. I don't go. I'm not like on Twitter often, so I don't really okay, like. Okay, because they be dragging. I was gonna say if y'all are a blue hot, what is it? A blue honey hive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Oh. Running for, like, I like. I like America's scrappiness. Blue is is cut straight from Big Brother 19. I see why blue is an alternate. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why I'm, I'm not a blue stand like that. But um, I like blue sometimes. Yeah, I do, for sure. I love her personality a lot. It's just I think like you need all. pettiness. It helps the drama. It helps the entertainment value. Like I appreciate what she brings, but I don't really like root for like the delusional kind of like almost. She's like the henchman to the villains, you know. I, I just don't. I don't know. It's like Raven on BB19. Like, it's, it's, Why y'all comparing this girl to Raven? <laughs> oh, I, I do think she has a lot of delusions. My my, it's, it's so hard with Blue for me because I love um, people who talk to the camera. I love people who try to figure out strategy. I love people who try to enact a plan or try to play the game or try to convince people to do something. And Blue does do those things. So that's why for me, it's like, it's it's honestly more rare than not that people do that. It's rare what Blue is doing, honestly, yeah. like when she is strategizing. So that's why for me, I'm like conflicted. I'm like, shit, I love that she talks to the cameras. I love that she thinks shit out. I love that she tries to make a plan to get Corey back door or convince Jack and Matt that he's against them or whatever, or snitch on America at this right time, exactly when she needs to. Stuff like that makes me feel like I, I want her to not be delusional. I literally want her to not be delusional. Usually right. if you're delusional, I don't care. You're, she, I, I mean, she, she has moments of clarity where she's like, I said like her twin sister yeah. comes in and I call her like Cobalt, you know, or Cyan. She walks through she leaves the diary room, walks in, and I'm like, she's like, I got it. And she clocked the whole house dynamic. Yeah. And she's I'm like, this is it. This is the and then there are times where she talks to the camera. She did it this week and she outlines what she wants to be the future of the season. And honestly, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's like the best outcome for her. Like she gets yeah. it. I can't say the same for like half the rest of this group that are surviving in the final six. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I wish, even though you're like America versus blue, I'm like, I do wish neither was an option and that we had somebody else i would take like e- any of the other other than maybe sari i would put any of the others on the block yeah good so i, I consider this kind of a loss you know this week so sari warns blue a little bit about the fact that she's the target she's like girl you need to go in there you need to win that veto you know and blue's like oh but as long as i beat america she's like no you need to win the veto low-key so she kind of warns blue about this i didn't and, and all week, Sari has been trying to save Blue. She's been campaigning. She's been advocating for her, all of this stuff. How do y'all feel about that decision? Do you feel like that's bad? Or I don't know. I think I think it's good until she realizes like she's hit a brick wall. Because I think Blue is better for Sari's game, in a way. Even mm-hmm. though Blue sometimes gets lost in like whatever. She kind of goes in the wrong direction. But then she always courts. She's, she listens to Sari a lot. I think that she is better for Sari's game. But it's just tough with like the whole she doesn't have the votes. So she and she knows it too. 
but she's still mm-hmm. trying. She's still trying to do something. Um, and I think there could have been a path. It's just not, it's not working out right now. And it definitely ain't helping with, uh, with Felicia doing what she's doing. Yeah, so that's true. That Wait, isn't we, helping. We can get into that. I don't know, Lee, do you think Teresha should be going for blue so hard, like campaigning for blue so hard? Um, I don't think she's really pushing it as hard to like get her name out there. Like, I don't think she's sticking her neck out for blue. It's very like light pushing. The issue is you have Felicia <laughs> throwing her under the bus and making it seem like she's doing way more than what she's actually doing, which is really not the case. We can get into the Felicia of it all. So Felicia starts, I don't even understand, but she starts going to Jag a lot. And telling Jag all of these things that kind of Sari is doing. She tells Jag that Sari is informing Blue that she's a target. She tells Jag that, um, oh, Bowie, Sari is saying that Bowie Jane is going to target them at top five. She told them both of those things, and she's blaming it on Sari. Now, there's a there's a lot of different theories of what they people feel like Felicia is doing. Some people feel like Felicia is just jealous and she hates her. Some people feel like Felicia was trying to get Bowie Jane out and she's not doing anything negative to Sari. I, I kind of feel like I felt like Felicia has always wanted to kind of make sure she's in a safer position than Sari. I think I feel like Felicia is one of the only people who recognize how smart Sari actually is. But um, I don't know. What do y'all think of what she's doing at, about this? Like all of that. Yeah. I mean, I do think this goes way back to like when they had that final two, like we're talking like week two, three, four. Yeah. And what happened was like Felicia went around three and was like, let's go to, she made a final two, tried to make a final two with Jarrett. Yeah. And that got obviously got back to three. And from that point on, so I feel like Felicia's always kind of wanted to do her own thing in her own way in, in her own Felicia style. She didn't want to just be like second fiddle to anybody, mm-hmm. including Sari. And I mean, that just shows you like, going way way back to where i think it was the first time i noticed like felicia was doing her own thing was that and unfortunately she got caught because there was a big twist happening and she didn't realize it. i don't blame her like that would probably work on any other season creating multiple final twos Mm -hmm. and then it's and then she gets caught then she realizes like sari is hardcore campaigning against me i get with izzy on the block and that just adds like a massive personal like wow, and you lied to me. And then Sari gets mad at her for voting when Felicia votes Jared out and she wanted Felicia's vote and Mimi's vote and that didn't that didn't work out. And so like, there's like a storied history going into this week that mm-hmm. I think at some point Felicia was like, I can't just rock with Sari, especially when we're not winning the comps. And she's starting to think, I think she's starting to think like for an end game, I can't just be like riding with Sari when this is clearly not working. And I need to start like doing my own thing. And what does she have? She's got Sari throwing like her honest thoughts into Felicia. And mm-hmm. she's also kind of doing it in a way that's a little passive aggressive. And Felicia yeah, doesn't Sari's take to it. With Felicia she's annoyed. Like- and I don't blame I don't blame either of them. Like they have it's just like a repeated history of like just tit for tat all season. Mm-hmm. It's been 85 days of this. And uh so I think I think there's a little bit of like it's not as simple as like she's just straight up jealous of Sari. I just feel like there's a lot of uh, there's just a lot of history going on here, and and Felicia does want to win. She's just she's kind of doing it in a way that I think is not good. I don't think it's going to work personally. I think it's going to work. You think it will? I think it's I I think it's sloppy, but still good. I feel like being active, regardless of sloppiness or not, can always improve your position or 
can mostly improve your position. And we saw kind of kind of a little bit today, they're starting to talk about how, okay, maybe it needs to be America than Sari, and maybe Felicia can, because at this moment, at first, when she was throwing them under the bus, they started saying, all right, we'll just take America to the end instead of um, Sari and Felicia. And at that moment, I was like, okay, girl, you messing up. But I think her being a little bit consistent with it has improved her position according to kind of the updates from today. Because mm. what happened? I think she might have leap. She might have gotten ahead of Sari in the pecking order. And that's good. It is good. That is good now. Yeah, for sure. And this was confirmed today. Like Jag and Matt. Yeah. Were talking about like who do they want to keep if they had to pick between the two, and they said that. I mean, Jag, I think, wants Felicia more than Suri, but Matt is still riding with Suri and pushing for that. So it's a little 50-50, but... But that's why I feel like that's, like, with her overall goal in general, though. That's why I'm saying, like, it kind of started off... A lot of people on Twitter were saying that it's like, oh, she's just jealous of Suri, like, personally, and I don't think it's that personal at all. No, I I think it's fully game-wise. She sees that... At the end of the day, her and Suri are in similar positions, and she recognizes that if Jag and Matt keeps winning and they decide to choose one of us, they're going to choose Bowie or Sari over herself. Mm-hmm. So I think the week that she did this week was to ensure that she is now a considered option between the three. And I, that was her main goal. And she recognizes that I feel like Sari specifically, like she's on the exact same kind of playing field as her. Um, so she want that's why it's like specifically tearing her game down a little bit because she knows that, that's going to help her in the long run. Like, I don't think Sari, I think she's reading it wrong. Like, Sari definitely isn't actively tearing Felicia's game down or actively trying to put Felicia in a bad position. I think Felicia may see it as that. So she's trying to work against it, potentially. However, Felicia trying to better her position over Sari, I don't think it's bad. Because realistically, we're looking at Jag, Matt, and Bowie winning everything. And if that's the case, Felicia would go over Sari easily. They want Titsuri in their end game. So if she has Jag reconsidering when he wasn't before, I feel like that's good on Felicia because she easily would have just been someone out, like Final Five, in this double potentially, at four. Like she was always going to get cut over Sari. Yeah. Is there a, is there like a, I just go back to like the latter end of last week after uh, when they were going to send Corey out. It was like he was going out no matter what once, once that veto was done. Um, and then you had like Bowie Jane crying with her paranoia and she was spiraling. And then Felicia like consoles her and basically tells her like Jag and Matt are good. Like they're telling the truth. You can, you can trust them. Mm-hmm. I felt like in that moment, it was, it was like, she could have gone a dip. Felicia could have gone a different route and tried to maybe bring Bowie closer or do something in, with that. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like all four of these women that are about to survive this vote, whether it's America, whether it's blue, the best path forward for all four of them is to just be the, that's the final four. Like mm-hmm. best case scenario for Serene Felicia is it's Bowie and it's America or it's blue. Like that's their best final four, in my opinion, to win mm-hmm. this season, either of them. So I'm kind of like Felicia is kind of working. I don't know. I just feels very like surface level. Like, like she's not paying attention to like what happens after this, after this, by consoling yeah. Bowie, you're putting Bowie closer to Matt and Matt, Jag and Matt. And now they can't get Bowie because she's so much closer and she's not really that good of a player anyway. So now Felicia's like, crap, now they're a strong three. I need to be that four over Sari. But could you have possibly gotten Bowie at any point in time? And 
I'm just gonna say, like, knowing what's coming with the HOH, the Vita, uh, the the double eviction. Mm -hmm. If you had all four of these women on the same page to get out the guys, you got four out of five people in a trivia competition to get Matt and Jag on the block. Like, that's yeah. very easily. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. It's like fan I, fiction kind of. I do feel like that know. decision. Because basically what Felicia has seemingly decided is that she's just going to try to get close to Jag and Matt yeah. like everyone else is doing. But honestly, she's trying more than Sari and America are at this point. And it's kind of working. And I think it's kind of a decision that a lot of Big Brother ha Big Brother players face. Am I going to get close to the people who are running the game or am I going to try to create a coalition? Corey had a similar decision at the beginning. He could have either... Um, he had it twice because he could have stayed with family style or flip on them. He decided to flip with them or he could have he, he could have stayed with Ceri's power structure or flip on that power structure. And I think in both instances, he tried to work against the power structure, which I think was um, decent for him. But I also feel like it was a choice. He I think you can still succeed in Big Brother if you choose the other option, which is to try to work your way in on the other side. And I think. Felicia is just choosing kind of maybe uh, I think that the path Felicia is choosing is more realistic. Honestly, I think mm. it's more realistic that Bowie Jane will just stick with Jag and Matt based on the type of player she's been the entire season. And I think it's more realistic to instead of try to persuade Bowie against him to just try to become the number three or the four, I guess. I think it's going to be hard for her to win that way. And it would have been hard for her to win regardless. But it would have been hard for her to win regardless. Even if she flipped Bowie Jane, Jag and Matt are probably still taking out Felicia before Bowie Jane. And now they're still taking out Felicia before Bowie Jane, but now after Sari, you know? Yeah. And I think if she chose the other side, they might've been able to, Jag would have wanted Sari to still come before Felicia because she's doing all this work. So I, I think I like the decision, but um, I still see the opposite idea you know they've been yeah. mismanaging bowie jane since the beginning of this game right and that's, that's another that's big issue. issue that's once issue. they once they isolated her on that vote they 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 went the other way and never looked back and, they, and I, I know like sari like oh sorry just sari like yeah. overestimated <laughs> bowie since like week two literally like they thought yeah. that she was having side dot deals and side of uh, yeah. overestimating everyone she was like, she was maybe that's okay, what's happening here? And then she she underestimated the wrong person because Jag is still sitting here. She should have let that boy go. Oh, his ass out. Well, then she let him come back. So she, did, she did say she said to America, she's like, man, I'm just thinking about that. Like I say, I got Matt to save him. Yeah. She's like, what could have been, you know? Yeah. Realize she's like, you know, I can't, I can't dwell on it too much. She's like, a crazy decision at the, in the even in the moment. It was, a, it was just an interesting. Yeah, I, I was blindsided. I was like, what is going it's on? An interesting choice. It's I was so used to, you know, the kind of smartest player in the house making very meticulous smart decisions and how it just she just made a lot of bad ones and i was like okay but um we'll get a little more into it in the ratings so after this matt and sari talk and matt has kind of been talking about lately with sari that he is willing to cut jack at four um potentially maybe even if there's a situation that someone wins the veto at five he could go and this was very interesting to me i thought matt i wasn't sure how aware Matt was at Jag being a threat to his game. And to me, I don't think Matt is the type of player to risk this conversation unless he is being honest, honestly. So I think Matt is now going to be willing to target Jag, maybe even at five, um, maybe even at the double. 
if it, if it comes I to like it. I would like to see it. I just feel like Matt, oh, yeah. he's proven to be such a passive person. Now, I see yeah. I see the reality where in the double, if Jag have not won veto, he's on the block. Matt isn't on the block for some reason because, I mean, well, he has a great guess over the game. He's not yeah. on the block potentially. Let us say if it's like three maybe. Um, and, you know, he could be convinced to vote out Jag. I think that's possible. It's just – he he's were, really loyal to him. He's been really loyal to him. He used that power on him. I just I don't really see it in the card, especially because like in that conversation, he was like, he wants it to be at four. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, that would that would mean you need to be him in HOH and Vito. At final four, Vito is the only thing that matters. So it's like, even then, like that, that's not a plan. That's a hope. That's a prayer that you can beat him in the competitions. Like, that's not – I don't think that's a plan at all. So I really don't even see it as something that he genuinely wants to do now with all of the, the shit that came out. I thought maybe – because him finding out that Sari told Felicia, I don't know. Because Matt, Matt usually in general conversations with people, he'll just agree or definitely just try to, like, throw blame. He's not getting blame on himself. That's what he wants to be. And mm-hmm. I feel like it definitely worked with Jag, but I'm wondering how Matt is internalizing that. Does he not? Does he trust Jag more now? Does he, you know, feel more emboldened to take the shot? I don't. I don't know. Especially because Jag, basically, I mean, Jag talked talk to him today about it, and it's like instead of like I feel like accusing him, he kind of just like uh, said this is what Felicia said, and Matt mm-hmm. was able to just turn him around on that. So I feel like. Will Matt basically play in his face and still make the move? Because that means you were lying to him. But I just I don't know. Because Matt, he never, he, he I feel like he almost never lines up with what he personally wants. We have yet to really really see it unless him and Jag both want it, um, in the same sense. But I just I don't know. I, I feel like it's not a hundred percent certain that he will actually make this move. Yeah, it's it's tough because like every move that like. Matt has really hopped on board with another player like all season. Like he's found like one person. And for a lot of time, like initially it was with the family style group. And I think he really wanted to go with Riley. She got out. I think he hopped on board with Sari and was riding with Sari and was really like, that was kind of his number one for a long time. I, I think, I, I guess he also had Jag too, but Jag mm-hmm. was in a lot of hot water for a couple of weeks. And then he got, once the whole explosion happened in the middle of the season, he's sort of been on Jag side, but Jag is really controlled like the decisions like when Cameron was HOH that was really Jag's move Mm -hmm. and then Jag was the one who was able to put forth the plan with Bowie like Matt obviously wanted it too but it really is all coming from Jag's brain and then Matt dissents and Jag talks him into doing what Jag wants so I'm like I kind of give a little bit more credit to him so this is the one move obviously where Jag's not going to talk him not going to like convince him to go through with it he has to do it on his own now he has to finally step up and be the big boy and take the shot at the guy who's winning all the comps at the end. Mm-hmm. I do believe he wants to do it because he wouldn't, I don't think he would tell this to Sri if he didn't. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he lied to Jag after about what was going down and Jag even kind of opened the door this today for, for Matt to open up and mention this. And he did not Matt didn't mm-hmm. mention it to Jag. Exactly. So then Jag says, by the way, this came up and now Matt's like, obviously it's a lie. It's not true. Mm-hmm. Like, what I didn't say that to Sari, so either Sari is lying or Felicia's lying, and we got to figure that out. Um, but it tells me like he's not—he is seriously considering cutting Jag, and I think I don't think it's a bad move. I think it's actually a really good move at some point going into the final five, maybe. I mean, double eviction, but you leave. 
I don't know what that means. Like if he cuts Jag at the double, like Bowie is devastated. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Bowie's doing at that point, what she's thinking, because she has a team. Unless the he's team... nommed against Bowie, if Jag is not. I think it's possible Jag and Bowie can be the noms. Oh, and that's that true. Case... Right, right. If it's not through, like, Matt winning HOH and doing it himself, okay. yeah, that's best-case scenario. Because then it's like, what, what was I supposed to do, Bowie? Like, it was me or him or you or him, you know, mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still am like, it's, it's kind of – he's kind of in a similar situation where – it's like, does he go down that path? Does he go down that path? Does he beat Jag in a final two? Like, Jag would take him to the final two. Does he win that? Does he want to hedge his bets going to the final three and just cutting Jag if he happens to win? Maybe he goes to the final three with Jag and Bowie, and, like, both of them would take Matt to the final two. And maybe mm-hmm. that's actually a really good spot to be in, you know, because mm-hmm. he's socially better than Jag, better than Bowie. I feel like he's got a lot of different options. He's probably got the most of like anybody. And a part of me actually wondered, like, does he even have to vocalize to Sari? Does it even matter? Like, does he even need to tell her that he's willing to do this? Like, he could just kind of do it because they all want it anyway. What I like about him telling her is, and I mentioned this, I think, on the BB Blackout that Isaiah did. What I like about him, or somewhere, anyways, what I like about him telling her is that even if it's not necessary, and even if he doesn't go through with it, now someone in the jury house is going to know that he didn't just want to go with Jack. And he doesn't have to explain that at the very last minute. So we can tell them he didn't want to go with Jack. He wanted to cut Jack. And I really like that because it kind of makes him seem a little bit more um, intentional about his gameplay, a little bit more smart, rather than him never telling anyone and then claiming it at final two. Um, you can't just claim it. You didn't do it. If he's telling Siri, I want to do it, and he doesn't actually get an opportunity, and he ends up in final two with Jag, that could be information in the jury that can help him get that win. If I was in the jury, and Siri told me, Matt does want to cut Jag, he's getting my vote. Because that's the only reason I wouldn't vote him, is if he genuinely wanted to go to the end with Jag. Um, so that could be someone else's mindset. But um, yeah, I mean, that was that, that's kind of towards the end of the week because Felicia exposes Sari to Jag and Matt, and they have that conversation we just talked about where Matt is basically still trying to keep Sari in the end game plans, and Jag is basically like, it should be America and then Sari. And then the final four, we can deal with that because Bowie Jane needs to be in final four, and they both kind of agree with that. Um, and then now we're going into the double eviction, potentially. And everyone's double eviction is different. So we can just talk about it in the ratings, honestly, because for everyone, I think it's going to be a different concept. For this mm-hmm. um, so boom, Peridium. When mm-hmm. we rate these players, we do use decimals, 0.5. So you can go in between if you need to. Also, we are going to be rating Corey first as an overall player. And then from there, we'll rate everybody in the house. So how do you feel about Corey as an overall player? Oh, uh, Corey sometimes would have good reads, but he really would. um, He got in his own way a lot. I wonder if it was his age to an extent. Uh, He came across kind of a little arrogant at times, um, like a bit of a know-it-all. And he didn't know it all a lot of the time, but he played like he kind of did. And it was his own demise in many ways. Uh, he spent, I think the showman's, you know, personally great for him, I guess, on the outside world, if it works, but in the game, definitely clouded his vision, definitely suffered socially because of it, linked him up when I think he was better as a free agent, like 
just sort of there, like the Ian kind of from BB14, who's just kind of like a hanger on and maybe underestimated. He also talked up his game a lot to people for no good reason. Like, don't do that. Like, the last thing you want to be is overestimated mm-hmm. and then and then not perform as he just couldn't win these comps. So he kind of shot himself a lot in the foot. Uh, and maybe it's his age, you know, he turned 22. I don't know if he got a little wiser there, but... Um, Overall, if I had to give him a score, is that what we want to do, or just talk about him? Give him a score. Yeah. Give him a score. I mean, I think he has potential if he came back, but like this game, it was kind of sloppy. I'd probably go like, if I'm being generous, maybe a four, but it could be lower. It could be like a three point five or something. Peridium. Is that no too mean? Way. I I just first of all, which one are you deciding? Four or three point five? I'll go with four. Okay, I don't think it's mean. I just think I'm surprised. You think I should go higher? I think I would go higher a little bit. I'm I'm just trying to think of because I'm thinking of who would I consider a middle of the road player, and for me, I'd say he's e- either is that or maybe yeah. Like that. But that's I just, just feel like he made a lot of unforced errors that I was like, you are like these just feel like clear mistakes that I thought you would yeah. know better. I thought you would know better than to say that or do that. I think that's a fair rating. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think it's too bad. I was just surprised. I thought you would be, you would think differently. I don't know. I think, I think I'll give him, um, what will I give him while I'm talking? I think I'll give him like a five. I can I mean, I can go higher. I don't mind. I'm not, I'm not. I'm uh, not forcing you. I was just surprised. <laughs> I was no, you're persuading me. You've, you're influencing me. I was just surprised. No, I, I'll give him a 5.5. I feel like Corey was um, good in a lot of ways because it wasn't just the flip, which I don't think you, I think a very savvy player has to be able to execute the flip the way he did on the entire power structure. He was able to get a lot of the information because he intentionally had a close proximity to Suri and them. Corey was one of like three people to rat out the um, family style alliance, but he was one of the people who could actually get in good with the other side, just kind of naturally. Cameron and I never got good in good with them, and Jared was really only in good with them through Suri. I think Corey genuinely had a relationship with Izzy. He developed a relationship with Jared. He developed a relationship with Suri to where they felt comfortable keeping him in that main core a lot of the time. He recognized when it wasn't working for him and he flipped the house, so I really liked that. I didn't like how he didn't pick up the pieces afterwards, and I feel like there were a lot of moments where he was being just ignorant to what was in front of his face, and I didn't like that, but I still feel like overall, he had a capability of winning this game, even, even his week, Blue was the target. Had Blue not won veto, I genuinely think Corey wouldn't have even went home. Corey potentially could have won this HOH. It wasn't, um, it was just attention to detail. Um, and even like like even then he had a great relationship with, I feel, or or the reason Jag wanted to protect Corey is a part of Corey's relationship with Jag. And I feel like that was good too. So there was a lot of good places, but I just feel like he has a lot of growing to do when it comes as a player. So I'll just give him a five on five. Yeah, no, I I agree with um a lot of the things that were said. Um, I th- I think it definitely is kind of his age because he definitely was not picking up 
on a lot of the social cues. Um, like a few times he would be pushing things like the Jag thing with Jared. Jared would obviously be annoyed as hell, but he's continuously pushing. Uh, or like even the 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 Mimi week when uh, she went home. I feel like that was a, a big mistake on his um, game, like reading the house. It just like I feel like a lot of the a lot of the things that went into his downfall as a player was mistakes that he really made on his own. Like I do think that he's someone that had the potential. He could still be here now, you know, in this game if it wasn't for some of the uh, mishaps that he did along the way. And I just feel like he has the potential to come back, and I truthfully feel like win. I think that he has the mind for the game. It's just that he needs to – um. Be, be he needs to be able to better read the room socially. I think that's the main thing. Because even when like the flipping on on the on the Izzy uh, Jared Sari structure, I feel like I mean not that it took too long, but it was like really in an awkward spot, and it was like kind of like a last minute sort of like I'm gonna just dump all this information and then hope it works. You know, thankfully it did work, but I feel like it was slightly. Um, slightly last minute slightly sloppy a little bit like i don't i didn't like how i feel like it could have been cleaner basically and then after that he doesn't do much else to like extend his position and he's sort of just basically in the same exact position and once again we see him kind of like in my opinion waiting too long like he was going to decide last week when he was leaving that he was going to target jag and matt this week, you know, I mean, at the beginning of last week, he was like, oh, I won't even target Jack and Matt. We, we make him go a whole nother week, you know? So I just feel like I don't like certain things like that. But I don't know. I feel like overall, I feel, I feel comfortable with the five overall. I just feel like he does have a lot of untapped potential. Um, and there was also just a lot of obstacles this season, especially when you have a player like Sari in the game um, earlier on, a really strong presence. I feel like if that wasn't even there, maybe this could have been a whole different story for him. But, yeah, I'll say it's the five. Yeah. You put them in the wrong spot. Oh, let me switch. <laughs> I think I might just give him a five, too, honestly. You convinced me. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, should I just give him the five, too? I'll put him at a four, 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 put him at a four point five. <laughs> he's he's um he's a confusing. He just was very he's confusing because he had so many high highs. Um, and yeah, he had he had excellent his his reads in the first few weeks were phenomenal. It was like he was mm-hmm. watching the live feeds. I was yeah, like, was. damn, that's awesome. Like I like where where his head's at. Um, but I realized he like he talks a lot. Like he yeah. really needs to listen more. That's all. I agree. He can do better on the second time. Um, yeah. Next is America. We rated America lowest last week, as deserved. Um, I gave her a three last week. I feel like I'm not too much higher on her this week. America isn't going home, so that's good. But she's just not – she hasn't been good at um, gaining allies. This deal she made with Jag, that was a smart thing to do. Um, Jack kind of believed it, but now by the end of the week, he's back to being content or actually wanting her to go at the double. Um, Jack can't win HOH. Maybe Bowie Jane can. Maybe Matt can. And for Matt and Bowie Jane, they've also talked about how it's ideal for Sari and Felicia to kind of be towards the end with them. So I think a lot of them will just target America. 
but um, America could win an HOH or Sari can. And because the numbers are dwindling, dwindling, she has a better chance at uh, winning the comp. But I think I'm still going to give her the three. I'm still going to give her the three. I don't like the fact that she's not necessarily gaining a lot of traction, I feel, um, with her game. Like, I, it's different now that Corey's not here, but it's not, in my opinion, um, as great as it could be. She could be trying to develop a relationship with Felicia or Bowie. She's just mostly been focusing on Sari, and that's because Sari is focusing on her. So it's a three for me. Um, Lee, how you feeling? Yeah. Um, America... And she's really in an interesting spot because I do feel like if she were to kind of like win this next one, uh, kind of take that shot, that could really be the uh, jump she needs in her win equity because I feel like that's the main thing. She really doesn't have too much respect in the jury. And if she's the person to take out like a big person like Jag, um, I think they could garner her a lot. But then even then, it's like if she wins in the double, where does she go from there? I just think that no one is really considering her as their number one. No one is trying to look out and protect her in that way. I feel like, like it, especially if she takes up their shot at Jag. Like, if she takes the shot at Jag, Matt likely just defaults to Sari. Bowie could follow, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, then once again, you're kind of on the it's out. It's best for Sari to take her out because Matt's going to take her Or with all the stuff that's been happening, mm-hmm. Felicia, and then she's in Final Four. Now, that could be a different story. But it's just like... That could happen, but then she could also just go. I think that she's very easy collateral damage, and then she also has to work against the fact that people don't respect her in the jury. And that's an interesting spot because it's like, I think people know they don't respect her, but no one wants to bring her as a goat either, which is like, damn, America. Um, I gave her a two last week. I think I'm going to just stay at two, especially because I think she's one of the bigger targets coming up in this double. I'm praying for an America win, though. Go ahead and win it. I want that thing. Because I don't necessarily want Jag out. I want Matt out. I you need to stop that. Out. We so, need everybody on board to be after Jag. Stop I want Jag. America Jag to win, win HOH. Oh, but you I want that. America to win HOH. Jag can win Vito. And Matt can go. That's not even going to go in that scenario. And I don't think he will either. But shit, I want the festivities of the possibility. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... So I'm still trying to make sense of America's position. Like she's she's probably prime target number one going in to to get evicted. If if the opposite side of the whatever this house looks like wins the HOH, if Matt wins, I think she's toast. If Bowie wins, she's toast. If Felicia wins, I don't know. I guess she's probably toast at yeah, this point. She still go home there too. Yeah, that's kind of like a question mark. And you know, I don't think Suri's going to go. I think Suri will take the shot at, at the end of the day, even though like. She's starting, I think Sari's starting to realize Felicia is not really on the same page as Sari at all mm-hmm. for this double eviction. Cause she did just, they just had a, co- a conversation like an hour ago about this. And yeah, it doesn't look great, but I think Sari would still take the shot. So it's like, okay, two out of three, not great. Um, she hasn't held on to, she hasn't been able to hold on to any really numbers loyalty wise. She's got 80 days behind her that have led her up to being in this bad spot. Uh, I, I, she's only saved by the grace of the fact that she hasn't played a great game. She's not winning competitions. So she's, I guess, you know, not as big of a threat to go. And that's why Jag's keeping her for one, one more, one more eviction cycle. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I was on RHP and I did give her a four, but 
after this in the last day or so, I think I'm, I was, I said it was a week four and I was just being nice. I do like where her head is at. <laughs> I was being nice to America, but I, I, I like where America's head is at. She has exactly the right reads in a week in a, in a cast of people who constantly have bad reads and fall backwards into like the right spot. I do think that she generally has the right direction for where the, for where her game needs to go, mm -hmm. but it's just, it's like a group of duos in a way and she's kind of on an island where jag and matt and bowie she can't really talk crap about them and she needs them to stay so she can't mm -hmm. she can't legitimately target them and like have them believe that they, so she has to spin the story that she's against Sri and felicia to jag and matt because who else would she target or maybe bowie a little bit but then she's close she's getting closer with bowie and it's like i, I compared it to like she's kind of in like this weird puzzle trap that you might see in like saw where she oh. can't really win she can't it's halloween so let's make that okay it works it works it's halloween. It, it, she can't sacrifice she can't get free without losing something and she kind of has to tell one group that she's against the other and tell that group she's against them and mm -hmm. the truth is she is ultimately going to be going against jag and matt which is the right the right call but then obviously it's like where does that leave her after the double like she's probably target number one again so she hasn't really created a great strategy, and it's it's just it's just tough. Uh, I'm gonna give her. Oh man, I feel like I should be giving her a three, but I want to give her a three point five because I said yesterday she got a week four, but because I can go decimals, I'm gonna say three point five because I do like her ultimate decision making for where gonna, she's going. But this is what I'm gonna ask. This is what I'm gonna ask. Yeah. What does being aware really mean? Because and I've been feeling this way about America all season. America right. is super smart. Um, when it comes to her positioning, but she's just so terrible. And, and it kind of is reminding me of like Davon. Davon knew everything, but that girl couldn't really strategize. She couldn't really strategize. She wasn't good socially. She wasn't able to get herself a position. And in a way, America is kind of that type of super fan because Davon was also a super fan. Yeah. She's a super fan who is so such a super fan that she's able to be aware of positioning. She's able to read what this house dynamic is because she's been watching it for so long. But other than that, she can do basically nothing else good. And that's what's unfortunate. That's why it's like when it comes to America, great reads, beautiful gowns, and that's all. I think I think a part of it is like her game has changed dramatically with Corey going and she took a huge hit and she didn't win either comp. And she's sort of in the position where she doesn't have much wiggle room and she has to work with the dynamics in front of her. Her circumstances aren't good. They're just not, they're just not good. And I'm like, how much of that is her fault? Eh, it's a lot of things that led up to it. It's been 80 days of gameplay. Um, I think for the position she's in, she's doing the best she can. And I don't think she's really screwing up. And I compare that to a lot of the other players uh, that we're going to talk about, who I think are making bad decisions or bad reads uh, and, and bad future strategy to win the game where she's doing, I think she's on the exact path she needs to be on to win this season, but it's just, she's on an uphill battle because of the last 80 days. But for this week alone, I don't think she's doing as bad. I think she's doing probably the best job she could yeah, given, I given agree. the situation she's in given the trap she's set her, she's found herself in. I agree with that. I love no. how easily she she really can just lie too. <laughs> and and Jag believes it. Jag's kind of like, I kind of buy it. And you know, she's got Sari who's repping her, even though yeah. doesn't want to keep her at the end of the day. Like, I'm like, hey, you know, she can she can tell them to their face. I am with you. I want this to work. And she's like, I'm going to clip his wings so fast. <laughs> like, it doesn't even care. I love that. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I do too. <laughs> um, Next is Blue. Blue. Girl, oh, girl. 
<laughs> I want to give you a zero so bad. The oh, only reason I'm not giving Blue a zero is because Sari, well, first of all, it might tie. And secondly, Sari is, is actually trying to do a little bit of campaigning. So, but damn, does that even matter? I might give her a zero. A tie really don't matter because Jack is up there. She needs a zero, bro. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to give her a 0. 0.5. <laughs> I'm going to give her a 0. 0.5. Rounding down? <laughs> I'm going to give her a 0. 0.5. Um, I mean, she could just take that as it may. I've been being generous with Blue. You should have seen me all season. But Blue, she's kind of... Girl, I'm lying. Yeah, he been defending that. Just lying. Um, now I'll defend it. I'll give her a three. But um, you gave her a four. Looks like you gave her a four last week. Last week it was it was more hope. I didn't think Jag would be stupid enough to target somebody who was willing to work with him again twice. And I also wasn't expecting him to win. Why is he able to play? There were so many reasons Blue should have been a four. And that's the thing. She technically shouldn't be going home. I think Jag is one of the only people who would have targeted her dumbly, and he shouldn't even be doing it. And um, he shouldn't have even been able to play this game. You know what? I'll give her a one because of that. Because of the dumbass twist, he should not be able to play twice at top eight. Because of the dumbass twist, I'll get a one. I'm sorry. Okay. But is she going home because of the twist, or is she going home? Honestly, without the twist, I don't think she's going going home. home. You think so? who would no. have nominated Blue? No, but it would, it's not like she would have went. To be fair, she also got saved by the grace of a second veto, you know, like that. Last week, been out, true. Been out last week. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Which is but like, then, then again, the veto comp was stupid. What was that? Was like a, a twist, a twist veto. helped her out, and then it slightly screwed her because. Yeah, that's, that's what true. also led to Jag being able to play again. And it's like, oh, gotcha. And, and honestly, usually, usually, if someone's going home and the person taking them out shouldn't be doing it, I kind of do give them a little grace. Um, so she gets a one. That's the grace. Yeah, yeah. I would. I, I was going to give her a one as well. I didn't know we went down to zero. I, I almost was like, do I give her a zero? I'm like, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that she would like. She uh, similar to America. Like she talked to the cameras and she told me. She told the audience, like, this is what I'm th- I know. I'm just like she's talking to me, and I'm like, this is me because I'm about to go on these shows and give you a one or a zero or a two. So I'm like, tell me what I need to hear, Blue. And she did. She told me what I wanted to hear. And that's, that's her plan is was to have the women as the final four, excluding America, because mm-hmm. she can't can't take America. And I'm like, that's honestly the best path for her if she's still here, but she won't be here because. I guess Jag needs her out because she can possibly win a competition more than the other three. Yeah, um, she did get second in this veto. But so. it's like she has been up until this point, up until she was targeted, she was kind of the Bowie in a way. She was like drinking the Jag and Matt Kool-Aid, totally yeah. down for them, with them. She was rocking with them. And then they just decided to like scoot her out. And I guess she does technically have a stronger relationship with other players in the game than Bowie does. But that's like a testament to how I think Bowie's not playing that well, but it's like uh, her reads. She's still still bringing that patented blue delusion of like she thinks she's good, and it's Tuesday after her number one ally put her on the block again, okay. and she knows for a fact now. Like it's not even a question if whatever would have been, but it was for her for a while. After being told he targeted her because Corey put some lies into his head, mm-hmm. but Corey's gone now, but he's still putting her on the block. And he's devising strategies for her to lose the veto, which she's is just like, weird. and then she's like going with it. And now she's like, I'm okay with staying on the block. It is what it is. And she's still not convinced. 
even though like you have other players like Sari, who's just like obviously you're going home obviously you're on the block and like everybody gets the dynamic of the house but blue yeah you know it, it she's not actually she could survive if the game blows up enough in the next 24 hours but like at the rate it's going i'm gonna say yeah she's a one I mean, it's crazy because, like, she's really just an active participant in her own eviction this week. Like, and yeah. she's happily doing it. Like, when I when I heard her say in the episode, Corey went home under my veto, I said, Blue Baby. And, and, and that's really just the name of her game. Like, my she, veto. She, she quite literally does not understand how Big Brother works. She doesn't. I think that she was definitely a recruit. She does not know, I think, about the, the kind of nuances about the game. And at this point, she's so tunnel vision on the, the it was America and Corey, but now it's just America hate that she can't really see what's in front of her, what's obviously in front of her. It, it's honestly sad. It really is because, I mean, like you just said, like she found out that Jack was a secret HOH. You went up while he was a secret HOH as the target, and you were easily convinced that that was just all Corey and America's doing because you don't like Corey in America. Mm-hmm. And like this week, she's only so okay with being a pawn. She's only so okay with losing Vito because she wants the satisfaction of sitting next to America while she goes home. <laughs> like the pettiness is hilarious. But girl, you about to get your face played in down because you are going to be evicted. <laughs> and it's not like they want to tie the vote because they um like that's good work on her. They want to tie the vote because they want a jury vote. They want her to know, girl, we was fighting for you. And they were lying to you. That's all it is. So it's just like, poor Blue. I think, I feel like definitely early on, she just had so much, so much potential. But she was blinded by Jared. And then after that, literally after Jared went home, she has just been solely in the clouds. And it it took her becoming a target, I feel like, to bring her back to reality. And she refuses. She refuses to stay in the moment. So, yeah, it's a one. Okay, real. Kitty Kitty Purr. Bowie James. Um, <laughs> Lee, how you feeling about Bowie James? Huh? <sighs> Who's I just feel forward? like with Bowie, the closer we get to the end, um, her win equity is so low. She's not winning. No one respects her. She could comp out from here. Take Matt and lose unanimously. Take Matt and like I don't <laughs> no no one respects her, and I don't think I don't think there's any way she can garner. That respect, like her whole game is loyalty and integrity and honor. I guess because she's a lawyer. We love candor. But other, like that's not going to get you to win, especially this season. These are some really cutthroat people. I mean, it's been big move after big move. She made one of the biggest moves, and no one sees it as hers. Like the fact she, that it wasn't her. She out, didn't it wasn't exactly, her move. Exactly. 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 And that's the real tea. Like, <laughs> even, even, even though she got ran, it's like I feel like she could – like she, she herself, I don't think could angle it in a way that would garner her any respect. I feel like she doesn't even see the game that she's potentially could have played. Because like, I think if she were to be have a more sound mind, I think that's an argument for Bowie Jane. I really do think there is. Can she articulate it? No, not at all. And at this point, I just feel like she's either going to get taken out over for, for Sari, which is crazy because Bowie has been with Jack longer. It's like Sari. Well, not really, because Sari been had that final three with them. But in general, like Bowie's loyalty to them has been stronger um, throughout these last few weeks. And Sari came in like a wrecking ball and just took your spot easily. You know, we don't like, got that spot no more. Not no more. But it took 
Felicia doing what she does. It was it was a lot. That's that's that Bowie's that's doing, about and that's the problem. Bowie's not doing anything. And at this point, with knowing that she likely has no chance to win, I'm gonna just bring it down to a two. I I, I don't. Think that, I don't personally, personally, I, the only reason why I was giving Bowie Jane any inkling of like time, honestly, was because I thought that she had a chance to win. They have been talking about her in the house like her game is literally nothing and only attached to Matt and Jag, which it is. And if that's the perception, she's not, she's doing nothing. She's just here. She's literally just, she's a Victoria that can win competitions. Well, that's how I, I look at her. So I, to me, it's a two. I was gonna bring her down two to a three. Did you convince me? I'm gonna keep it up to three for now. But she uh, ain't playing for second. Someone's in the chat. She's playing for second. She's playing for third at best. She's <laughs> barely know. even playing for that. She might get four. No, nah, she's she's she is kind of playing for second. And she, she openly admitted it. Her and Felicia talked about how you know you don't you you can align with the big players. You, you know, gotta be aligned with the big it's players. It's good if you just make it far. Girl, this is a game Girl. for $750,000. If you ain't going to so, win, yeah, I'll give her a three right now because I'm being nice, and then next week it'll be a, probably a zero. Um, pretty uh, painful, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not being nice. She's she's terrible. Oh. She's the my least favorite kind of player on these shows. Oh, no. She goes against the ethos of everything we watch. I watch 100 Days. I don't watch people walk around with mateship and best friends, and we're going to all hold hands to the end, like the Care Bears or whatever. Like, what are you doing? Like, play the game. Play the cutthroat. She, she has not, she's been an independent thinker because nobody wants to team up with her because they're either overestimate her or they don't like her or she brings nothing to the table because she doesn't really bring anything to the table. She just says yes or no or, or that's it. Goodbye. That's all she does <laughs> for 80 days. You have a conversation with her and she doesn't actually have a thought. And as Sari said, who's going to vote for the mindless? And I wanted to give her like, I'll be nice because I'm going to say she's a two. I, I was like thinking about what I was saying yesterday as well. And I'm just like frustrated with how she's the, she's just devolved slowly. And it, honestly, she's been like this for a while, but now that there's less, there's less attention on other people, there's less happening. Bowie is like supporting a losing game and she's not even delusional about it. She knows she's going to lose. She knows she's playing for third or mm -hmm. second at best. And she's just like, if I get to day 100, that's a win. And I'm like, no, it's no, it's not. That's not how this works. You don't like let the other team. Maybe like, in Australia. It's like watching a sport, and it's like if I let the other team score and we get close to a tie, that's okay because it's more interesting, right? Like that's an achievement. Look at all the goals we scored, and it's like, dude, it's about winning the game. Anyway, yeah, it's just like uh, we're not playing BB UK or BB Australia. This is this is a, this is the US, and we play to win, and she just doesn't get it. So her, her and she's like crying and nobody respects it. And it's like, what you, come on, like get you what are you doing? Damn. Well, let so. me go down to the two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, she could be in the shoes, like she could find herself in a final two, and and it only takes I four votes lose. this year. It only even takes four wins, votes. Even if she, she wins, that she four votes will they, from the they made a mistake. God. Like, I'm sorry. Oh um, uh, no. How do you feel about Miss Felicia uh Peridian? You know, I'm a little up and down on her. I think on one hand, results speaking, she's got she might have advanced her position to fourth from fifth in the pecking order, which is cool, uh, but that's not first. 
And I need a winning strategy to win Big Brother, not a losing strategy to get fourth and maybe get taken to third or even second, mm -hmm. which I don't think will happen because Jag is there. If, if, if Felicia gets what she wants to have happen, then she's up against the biggest comp threats who might just set the record for most competition wins in the history of Big Brother in a single season. Maybe. She wants to keep that man in the game who won't take her past four, maybe not even to five, although he might because he's not, Jag isn't a huge supporter of Sari. Mm -hmm. But then you have Matt, who may be the deciding vote if Jag is HOH and Matt would take Sari over her. And there's not mm -hmm. much she can do about it. Like this is the game that this is the circumstances they've all found themselves in. I don't think Matt, even in the face of being told Sari's lying to him, he still is defending Sari to Jag mm -hmm. over Felicia, who is telling the truth. And it, that would like be a huge red flag to me if I was Matt. But Matt's loyal to Sari. He's something's he's got the Fields family name in him. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just worried like her strategy is ultimately leading her to just yeah, she's she's gonna get fourth instead of fifth what could she do though what what, she, what could she not the bowie jane thing because that i don't that's long else? that was last week yeah what could she have done differently this week i think first she needs to know that if she wins hoh she needs to put up the guys because she's afraid that if she doesn't if she goes and puts the guys up if she wins hoh one of them is still going to survive and then she's out but what she doesn't realize is like she's out anyway mm -hmm. so you might as well go against if you want a final four where you actually could win america's there that's a final two you could beat. Bowie's still there. While you're not on the same team as Bowie, you're not on the same team anyway in her final four, in her mm -hmm. ideal final four. Bowie's easier to beat in the final two and in competitions than Jag or Matt. Um, Matt is a tricky thing. I do I do understand the fear of leaving one of them in the game, but and they're not on your side at that point. I don't know if Felicia, is she the one that gets targeted though? Maybe. Maybe then you solidify something with Sari and America, if you can, knowing you all have the same common interests, knowing you stand a better chance of beating, getting to the final two and beating these players like America, like Bowie, like Sari at the final two, at the final three, at the final four. And maybe she's not the biggest threat. Maybe there's an argument to be made that look at Sari. She's got, they're all talking about it this week, how good Sari is in a final two. She could get a lot of jury votes. Mm -hmm. That's an incredibly strong argument to get somebody out over her. Um America can't really win a lot. I don't know. Her her social game is 50-50. I'm not sure if she's really got a lot of win equity. And I think Bowie is the least likely player to win in any final two at this point. Versus Jag and Matt, who have probably the highest win equity, most likely to win all the competitions. And yeah. she wants them to be in the final four. And then they'll take the shot. In a in in the final four veto has usually got some physical component to it, like the hamster wheel or the dodgeball slingshots. And I'm just like, you know who's winning that. <laughs> this was just two or three years ago. Like, you know who's winning these things. The shot won't be able to get taken if you don't take it at the final six. Sari gets it. America gets it. Blue gets it. But Felicia, she's popping holes in all these players. And she is, I've compared her uh, to, the, there's the, the metaphor of the bucket of crabs where they're all trapped in the bucket. And if they all work together to create a ladder, they could get out. Mm -hmm. But they can't individual they're so individualistic that they can't work together to get out of the bucket and they're trapped and they're all bringing each other down and i kind of feel like that's felicia's mindset and if she wins i, I would be i'd be very surprised with this mm -hmm. i just i don't know it's it's gonna get her from fifth to fourth maybe but i don't think that's good enough i i don't know i i give her i have given her a three i think i'm gonna stick with that three but i feel like that might be the lowest we're gonna go here <laughs>
<laughs> I just have a, I just am like a little frustrated because I'm like I get that you you have to play. There's a difference between playing to win and playing to not lose. And Felicia is currently playing to not lose, but that's yeah. not the same as playing to win. Sari wants to play to win. America says I will lie to your face and I will go to the final two without you, Jag and Matt, because I want to I want to win the game. If I have to take the shot and like face your wrath, I'd rather go down swinging with the chance to win than just like hide in the corner and. You know, it's like uh, it's like if, if it's like uh, I was thinking about it last year with Michael Bruner and he was this big comp threat and Monty and Taylor for a while. Monty and Turner wanted to keep Michael at the final six going into the double eviction. And up until the last minute, they finally flipped a switch with Taylor and said, wait, we could target him, not take him. I think that's what Felicia will. I think if Felicia gets the opportunity, I can't see her not. I hope. I mean, she's talking to Sri today, and it's just like I think we need to keep them and go to the final four, and and that's what's terrible. So, that is delusional. But um, it's, it's, I don't know. I just am like it's, it's, it's just so different, and I've never experienced experienced it. But it seems like it's so different when you're actually about to nominate someone, and you actually have the HOA. That's true. And you've got like Sri and America who are like, I, yeah. I think it's hard for me to believe if Felicia wins double eviction HOH, she's gonna nominate. She's not going to either nominate I, one of them or if there's a veto opportunity, backdoor them. But it's true that she's just saying. I really hope she does because I think it could go down if she wins HOH and doesn't do it as like a one of the worst moves for an endgame, in my opinion. That would, I would literally cry. I, don't, I, don't know. I, I definitely see it. I, I see her because she said she would put up, she told Jag that she would put up Bowie in America. And it's like, and I'm just like, it makes sense for her to those do have, it. Those are, like the two people, like, those are the two people she could probably beat in a final two above everybody else. Yeah, and she wants to put them both up because she might get fourth. I would hate that, but um, I mean, uh, hey, maybe we I can see her doing it only because I, I think in her mind she clearly she doesn't have the relationship with Bowie in America. She does, I know she doesn't. I know, I know. So, that's why I'm like, oh yeah, I, I kind of see it. I do. Yeah. So I, I feel, I, I do feel. Well, that's true, and that's our issue. I feel happy that she's an active player. I like that she does try. And she does work towards a goal. I do think that this, whatever she's doing, um, you're right, probably won't get her to win. But I do like that she's doing something to try to improve her position. And it is working rather than not. And I feel like that's still a positive rather than a negative. Because there's two options to do the good thing or the better thing. But there's also the option to do nothing. And she's not mm -hmm. doing that or do something bad. And technically, it's not bad because it's improving her position. So I do like all of those things. I think she has high win equity. I can see her even beating Sari um, in a final two, potentially. Ooh. Ooh. Um, that was a bold statement, sister. Well, well, that was bold. I think I, would, I think I can see my, myself even voting Felicia over Sari. I think Felicia has a great delusion. game. I guess that's what it is. I think Felicia has a great game and a great story. A lot of the players in the jury are um, competition-oriented. They don't like the, I guess, undercover game that Sari has. Corey said a lot of negative things about Sari's game. So that's the only reason I feel Corey is also delusional. Exactly. He's a juror. That's the issue. The jury know, is delusional. Exactly. Look, I'm putting look, myself in a delusional mindset, which true. is the jury. The Just problem with this small jury is we got Cameron and Corey – who are and like, blue, and blue. but they're all delusional. But I do feel, <laughs> I do feel and like then the first three members, yeah. <laughs> I, I do feel like, um, it's just, I feel like Sari versus a lot of people, Sari blows them out the water. But Felicia, it's, it, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad if she got some votes. I could see her having a story, but, um, I do see her having a lot of win equity more so than America 
Bowie, and that's still good. And I like that she has win equity is top six. Um, she could win a comp. Um, she could win multiple comps. There are a lot of mental comps, and she I has do. been one of the people who's best at mental comps. So um, that's that's great for her because even if she can end up in final three, like even if um, Jag and Matt survive, and they're like, okay, Felicia's in final four. It's Felicia, Bowie, Jag, and Matt. Felicia could win at HOH, um, which mm-hmm. is which is good. Or or Felicia could potentially do good at the very last part of the final three HOH, and she could beat one of them in that. And I think she has potential to win a comp if she can slide her way to that four um, or three. And that's just good. If she gets the four and wins the HOH, Jack or Matt probably got to go. Or Mojang, which is unfortunate. But um, I don't know. I like those things. She's still not in a, the best position. They still wouldn't be mad at targeting her. Matt still prefers to re. Um, so all that is bad. I, I mean, think I will give her a f- 4.5. Right. I actually don't I agree with you. I do think she has a decent win equity. I think that she could win over a jury. I mean, sometimes the jurors aren't predictable. You don't know exactly what they're, they say one thing and then they have like a month to sit around and all of a sudden they're voting for the exact, like, you know, like I didn't predict Terrence was going to vote for Taylor last year, but that happened, you know, like that happens. Things could change in the final two. And I do think there's a potential, this is kind of funny how I compared it to BB24, but like if Felicia does get to that final four, as she may with this current, pecking order happening maybe she wins like that final four hoh is going to be probably trivia and mm-hmm. that's what it was last year that's what happened with taylor she won the final four hoh secured a spot in the final three if matt and jag are there and matt decides to cut jag mm-hmm. maybe it's similar maybe it's like the monty cutting turner and maybe yeah. matt loses to, to felicia mm-hmm. i mean it's not impossible i think that's actually i was saying i was comparing felicia to taylor on a podcast and i got chewed up but yeah. i think I if felicia wins it would be in a manner such as Taylor as she can advocate for her. Her speech, I think, will be very impressive. And the fact that she's the oldest woman to play the game and be in final two, these are things that, of course, as you're leaving the house and going to the jury house, you're not thinking that Felicia's even going to be there. There's not a thought in your mind. The reason people are talking about Cerise, Equity, and Matt and Jag is because they think those are the people going to be there. Corey didn't talk a lot about Felicia. He talked mostly about Cerise, Matt, and Jag. Same Mm -hmm. with Cameron. It's because they're assuming those are going to be the people in. If Felicia gets there, they have to now consider in a jury roundtable that I can see the jury roundtable hyping up Felicia. I can see a lot of positive statements about Felicia. You have to say something positive and negative. It's hard to say something negative if Felicia's in final three. It's very hard. Sure, she's probably not the best socially, but she had allies. Mm-hmm. Um, people voted, flipped the vote to save her against Izzy. There's a lot of things. So I think I can see it. Um, Lee, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, I mean, this week, I think while the gameplay was very sloppy, I, I love that she did try to do something to improve her position. Um, and I think the, the, the big issue for me is that there's nothing wrong with her feeling the need to throw Sari under the bus or feel the need to, you know, improve the uh, the place she's at. It's just that to actually be loyal to Jag and Matt is where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now calm it down because i i like this if she was doing like how america's doing playing in their face while you know actively wanting to still target them and build you know a side against them i'd love that but it's the fact that i feel like in her mind at least this is my perspective it gave very much she realized the likelihood of jag and matt winning out is high you know the we will likely the, the best bet is end up in final four with them and hopefully get taken over Sarish. I, I think yeah, that that was I her idea, where it honestly should be 
let me placate them and take the shot when I can. Because at the end of the day, it's a risk, but that is what's going to get you to win. You know, staying comfortable, getting kind of, you know, being being so-so, you know, not making too many big shots or being scared to make big shots. Like, it'll, it'll keep you in the game longer, but it's not always going to get you to win. Sometimes you have to, like, make that risk to kind of catapult yourself to, to the end game. And I feel like that – like I can easily see her winning HOH and making the terrible move of not trying to take that shot. And what's crazy about it is that, yes, her position is being considered higher. I think that was a. I think before she did all of this, it was a good chance she would just go in a double, especially the way Jag was kind of vouching for America. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she's gotten past that now. I think America is more of a target to her in the double. But they've also discussed we don't want the mamas both of them in Final Four. Mm-hmm. So that makes me think that at Final Five, they're going to be targeted, and she still doesn't have the votes. Because at the end of the day, she's never going to be able to get Matt. Uh-huh, and right. I do think Bowie is going to just vote her out. Bowie has never liked Felicia <laughs> yeah. since the beginning weeks. And Sari is someone who's always been able to get Bowie back on her side. Now, unless all of this shit that she didn't kicked up and probably will continue to kick up until Thursday changes something for Matt, I don't think that he's ever going to lose his loyalty to Sari. So mm-hmm. in a Final Five situation, if her and Felicia are nominated, um, if Felicia and Sari are nominated, Jag is probably the HOH, you know, again. Um, Felicia's going home, regardless mm-hmm. of all the work that she's done. And that's why I'm like, girl, you did all that for nothing. And, you know, and that's what kind of comes down to. It's like you're throwing the closest ally under the bus to try and ride with these two guys, and they don't even want you to be their third. Like, she's trying hard. Like, she's mm-hmm. being really, really effective. And I like that it's helping her kind of make Jag like her a little bit more, but, like, for one extra round. You know, it's not mm-hmm. anything definite. And and uh, for that, I think I'm going to say it's a three as well because I, I don't think that – it's not effective, like point blank period. Like it's effective for like one round potentially, but mm-hmm. not past that. And then it's now to the point where they have the information on Felicia. Everything that Felicia is doing, like Bowie, Jag, and Matt knows. And at any point, that information will go to Sari. And knowing Sari, she's gonna flip all that shit on uh, Felicia. So you know, it's bad for her. It really is. I, is she not? I guess she doesn't realize how close Bowie is with Jag and Matt. Is that is that what's happening? Like she thinks like I'm in the final four for sure with them, and I think Sari knows like that's not really what's going to happen. Like because mm-hmm. Bowie's so much closer and loyal and has nobody else. And I feel like that might be a big problem. I wonder if Sari should like tell her at some point. Like they have Bowie. Like we have a final four. They think I that think I'm four. Just that. So I, I, I'm assuming that after this. Like, after the work she started to put in, she genuinely started to feel like, oh, it's working. No, they actually they trust want me to be the green. They want board. this. Like they, yeah. Especially, they want me. I think that she thinks that after convincing them and throwing three under the bus, because she also threw Bowie under the bus. Yeah. I think that she, in her right. mind, is like, okay, they're done with Bowie. They want me. And, this is and the they also want to bring three, mm-hmm. which yeah. is not even which is correct read at all. She better get to winning them comps. Um, <laughs> next is Jag. Jag or not? Um, hey, Jag or not? Um, <laughs> Jag, I ain't never, I've never been able to go too high on Jag. It hasn't hit past the 6.5, even though he's been technically kind of running the game. He's won the last six comps, five, a lot of them. Girl, let's get into these yeah, comps five. real quick. 20. Because I saw this veto tonight. This veto was the exact 
same in my mind as the HOH. Yeah. Damn near the same thing. And then the girls, I tweeted it, and the girls was like, baby, this is BB Comics, really. And I was like, oh, they're doing the same cop over and over again. You're literally just but expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. They're uh, they're just phoning it in. They're like, how do we add like two more weeks of comps? What if we just did the same comps over again? Yeah, just change the pictures, the images. That's I, ridiculous. That's I why I know he's going to win in the double. I feel like they're going to have like a, a puzzle where you have to just run back and forth. They, they love a good running back and forth puzzle. This was my idea. This was my idea. Why the, and the One of the biggest issues is that it's time, and it's not necessarily that – I think Jack is smart and he would still do good at these type of things, but it's not just that he's smart. It's also that he's fast, and that's the part that's irritating. They don't have to time these. It could be who gets it in the least amount of tries, and then if it's a tie, we go by the time. Instead Ooh, of it yeah. being a timed competition, how about, okay, Bowie, it took you five tries? But it took Jack six tries. Even though he's faster, he wouldn't win that scenario. Bowie would win because it took her less attempts. You if they that. wanted you prediction, they don't want to hear it. They don't want me. But I, I, if you wanted to make the competition similar, you could. You don't have to make them all timed, also, or none of them really should be timed because making it a race eliminates the fact that it's actually a mental comp. It's less of a mental comp, more of a race. Like we don't know how many times Jack was wrong. And the HOH or the veto, we just know he was the fastest. He could have had 89 wrong guesses, and somebody could have only had one. And I was, was like, Blue. Did, Blue did. was like, I'm going to test every single pattern in the dentist <laughs> Literally, one. Literally, she did. <laughs> I was just like, Bob, my God. But that's, I mean, that, she wouldn't do that if there was a, if it had to be that comp. And didn't um, America do better in BB Comp? Like, she, it took her less amount of rounds in BB Comics. Same thing with Hannah in BB. Um, Hannah, I feel like, deserved to win the BB Comics because she only took one try versus mm -hmm. um, Kylan taking multiple tries but just going faster. I think that's something they could do to kind of adjust this, but let's get to his score. Um, he's won all the comps, and he's probably going to win a lot more comps, so that's very good for his potential to make it to Final Two. I definitely think he could, he could win a jury vote in Final Two. I think the only person he has competition with in that is Matt, and that's who he wants to take to the end, indicating that he is, in fact, dumb. And that is the issue. He is not that smart of a player. He genuinely wants to take the hardest person to beat to Final Two. After he found out that the, the, the man was talking about him, he didn't believe that. He's targeting Blue. That's terrible because Blue is, is also dumb, and she wouldn't target him necessarily. Um, so that's not good. He believes America because he has a crush on her, allegedly. And that's <laughs> another issue it. because you shouldn't be a believe in America. And you are... He found out that Sari and Matt had a close bond, which was already obvious. Why did it have to be told to you? And when he found out, his thought was, okay, we should target America then. What? If anything, you should target Sari. If you found out Sari and Matt have a close bond, why do you not want to target America? Like, you're not thinking. And he just hasn't really been, and that's my issue. I do think that he could win, and I think that he could win the comps. And that's it. Not them talk, saying I'm bullying him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> cute. Keep, keep it cute because he will he will come on here and say i don't disagree with anything you're saying so i don't know if this is bullying i mean he's calling <laughs> this, this is this is reality like, like but no, that's the issue it's reality and it shouldn't be but i think if dad wins it's because big brother production is terrible at creating competitions and that's unfortunate um because no one really wants to take him including matt matt doesn't even want to take him allegedly <laughs> 
I think Matt still <laughs> potentially could, but he doesn't want to. Like, yeah. if, if Matt did what he wanted to do, which he doesn't sometimes, which is his fault, but we're not on him, he literally doesn't want to. The only person who would probably take him, never mind, Bowie James taking Matt. No one's taking Jack. <laughs> Jack has to take himself to final two. Which he probably could. Which he can. Really? Because and because of that, because he's so OP at the comps, he's won the last five, and they were probably going to be most likely similar. He could go home at the double, but he could still win the comp. I'm going to keep it at 6.5. I'm just not going to change it. I mean, he could, actually, I'm going to give him the six. And and I'm going to hope that the double take his ass out. Please. And I'm going to hope against that. It's definitely just a personal, a personal preference. I do like, I like Jack personally, but game wise, I mean, I agree, with I, I agree with everything you're saying game wise. I mean, whether Matt is going to do it or not, the fact that he's bringing it up that he wants to target uh, Jack is bad in itself because that means it's out there. You know, Sari can easily just, you know, bring that back up when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. Everyone dislikes him. He has to win to stay in this game. And at the end of the day, you can't really just it, – it's, it's similar to, like, rating tie, like when we were doing BBCAN 11. Mm-hmm. It was like we were giving him low scores, low scores, but at some <laughs> point it's like, hold on now. He's still winning. Yeah, and, and can anyone beat him? You know, and and like that is really where we're at right now. It will be a, a strong just stump to the end if he is able to get there. But it's crazy because it's possible he can play in every single competition. What we usually see in these type of double evictions is something that Jag will likely be able to win. Um, so I just I will be shocked if Jag does not uh, win something in this double. However. I was also shocked when Michael went home in the double. So, mm. I mean, anything is possible. He could lose. I mean, it could be that exact competition, you know? And then we mm. also have scenarios now where it's like, Matt may not even touch the block. It could be like a Jag and Bowie scenario. Um, or um, I think if he is next to Matt, I mean, he definitely goes. like. So it's like... I mean, I'm, I'm talking about him going. Like, he goes if he's not winning in general. So, yeah, exactly. uh, I think I'm going to just go with the six as well. Like, I mean, there's nothing else he can do but win. But the thing is, if he does continue to win, he probably wins the game. So. I think I'm going to bring it down to a five. <laughs> just because um, I actually do think his. You are a hater. Does it just I'm run not... through your veins? Let me let me explain. I think at the, at the double, he's way more. Vulnerable. Like, like it's it. I kind of don't think that the veto will be at it probably will be, but um, they have they've done it before where the veto was um, who's who says it, what's it's, and um, what's I'm just gonna hope for that. And my hope is bringing me down to a five. Pretty, how you feeling? Yeah, so I like that you guys do decimals. I made a joke, I was like, for every time I hear Jag and Matt say they won't target us because they don't want the smoke. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> half the house is targeting you. People get like, get a grip. Like, wake, wake up! You're like, you're not invincible. But they've been so used to holding power that they're like, we're invincible. What are they gonna mm-hmm. do? <laughs> Take a shot at us? <laughs> <Give me a break. laughs> what? Uh, I agree. I was, I, I gave him. I was thinking six, but I want to do five point five. Um, just because he's got really his reads are all over the place. You, you, you guys both outlined all this, like. His takes aren't great. His reads aren't great. His strategy is just he's going to have to win out. His long-term prospect, like, he's – America or Jag will probably go in the in the double if they don't win the veto. If, if the wrong person wins the HOH and mm-hmm. they don't win the veto, 
they're going. Like if they're sitting on the block, if they're sitting on the block in this veto coming up or this double eviction, I think they're going to be evicted. Um, that's really bad. Like it's hard for me to look at and say, oh, that's great. Like he's not protected. His closest ally is Matt and Matt, I don't think will take him to the final two if he has the choice. I could see a scenario where like Jag can't play in the final four HOH and he has only that final four veto. He doesn't somehow win it. Boom. He's gone. Final four. He's out. He's with two. There's two other people. It could be Sari Felicia. It could be Bowie Felicia, Bowie Sari. Um, but the one lone vote is going to snipe him because you got to, because he's going to probably win the final three HOH because that's just how it works. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't know. He's, he's, He's definitely a front runner, but he's so, he's so like, he's so easy to get clipped on. Like he could be gone on Thursday. That's how flimsy his game is that he seems like he's out in front, but I think he's not really the, he's definitely not the front runner in my opinion. So anyway, if 5.5. Yeah. I feel like this Um, is definitely what they said in the chat is kind of what I was trying to say towards the end too, because that possibility is there. If he's somehow next to Bowie, I can see maybe Matt and Felicia if Felicia is really in the clouds like we think she might be. I feel like Matt I could see Felicia uh, saving him and Matt not to save him. That's the gag. I that would really, be hilarious I if Felicia really saved like, him and Matt doesn't. Just, it, he's just too juicy. <laughs> I, I really I, I, I understand that that's a possibility, but I, I think people underestimate how juicy them people can get when they're on that block. Of course, Felicia is, is saying she doesn't want to target him when he's running the game. When he's on the block and she's sitting in front of Julie Chen asking, who are you voting to Vic? And the options are Jag and Bowie. I think it's going to be very hard for her to genuinely say Bowie can't, or just and not her say and Jag. Her seed Same with Matt. Bowie. I think it'd be hard for Matt, too. But um, her and that mustard seed and, and, and Matt, <laughs> um, they might do it. Um, I don't think it's that. That would be crazy. And that's the fear, because like I w- we were talking about this off the podcast earlier. What if Sari were to win? She keeps Matt off the block, and she does Jag and Bowie. Somehow somehow it is just Jag and Bowie. Like, can she convince Matt to take him out there? I do think she could. I will I say I could. do mm-hmm. think she could. But it's not. It's so juicy. And also, Matt, Matt is going to be aware he's only competing in – well, it's a fast-paced thing, but he'll be in HOH versus four people. So he might think his chances, even if he takes out Jack, are high to win the next HOH, which is maybe possible depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. So I think he could that's, that's what, that's um, he, he could player. slash should take the shot. But I think he should probably take the shot if Sari is in HOH and it's America. Because if it's America, America can't play. Him and Sari can, and he's going to think, me and Sari can both play the next HOH. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only going to be us versus Felicia and Bowie. Bowie's still probably not going to target me. Um, if she's the one nominated against Jack, it's a lot of reasons why um, it might be a good move for him. But we'll have to see. It's going to be interesting. But Lee, how are you feeling about Matt? Yeah, I think this double is going to be really interesting. Uh, Matt, I think, is the front runner to win based on just his ability. He's, a, he's an Olympian and he's got the physical, he's got the physique to win. Uh, he does have a lot of like the trivia down pat. He's that'll probably come up. Although it might be like in the final HOH, the final three HOH at some point, but he's really good at that. So I was watching him on the feeds, and I'm like, damn, this guy knows. Like when he was studying. Yeah, and st- uh, he knows it like super quick. Well, does he choke when he gets to um, mental HOHs? Because he hasn't performed. Super, um, super well, in the well it's weird because a, a lot of the mental HOHs that are going to come up aren't really going to be about trivia. Trivia, I think, historically has been in the final three. Like they use that for like the final oh, three. Okay. They did do the final four veto a lot of the time. Also, that does come up, so it could be final four veto. It's either like part two HOH or final four veto. Okay. But I mean, I think he's probably going to be there no matter what. It would take. 
an unfortunate circumstance and the votes going in a weird way for him to go out in the double eviction coming up. Like I said, I think it's going to be either America or um, or Jag going, and then the wrong person wins the veto if he happens to be on the block. Like if America takes a shot, Jag somehow wins the veto. Maybe he gets the votes to stay over Bowie. I'm not sure. Um, but either way, like, you know, these, there's a lot of different scenarios where I think anyone could kind of get evicted in a way. Uh, he is, uh, he's, a, he's a passive pushover, though. And Ooh. he could get influenced on a dime to do a bad move. He naively believes that people won't shoot, take a shot at him because mm -hmm. of stuff. I guess he's just, they just, he's got an inflated ego, I think, a little bit. And he's got a little bit of pride that he's losing a lot to Jag. And I think he realizes this isn't good. doesn't look great. Like if I go to the final two with this guy, he's a good read mm -hmm. on wanting to take a shot at Jag. Like that's the correct way to handle this. If he has the shot to take and it's tricky. Cause it's like, does he have enough uh, loyalty? He's probably got to do it if Bowie's with him because Bowie will probably still take him to the final two. But that's a, that's an interesting uh, scenario coming up. Um, his strategic game is just kind of okay in my eyes. It's nothing really special. It's kind of like Jag, like let's just win the comps. Uh, he protects mm -hmm. a couple of people. He's he's uh, sort of undyingly loyal to Sari, um, mm -hmm. even though she is she is sort of taking advantage of what he fed her earlier yesterday. Uh, he seems to still currently want her around, which maybe could work. I don't think it's a bad read. I, I think he probably has the most likely odds of beating anybody in a final two at the moment with the way this jury is stacking up. I would say on paper, like social games, like with Sari and her ability and her, her prestige could win a jury vote, but I'm like, who's on the jury? <laughs> like Cameron and Corey and all that. So it's a little bit dicey. Um, I'm going to give him, I, I was thinking seven. I'm going to give him a, a weaker seven and say a 6.5. I see that. Lee, how are you feeling? I think with Matthew, I mean, I've been I've been saying this these last few weeks. Like <laughs> it's like the whole Jag versus Matt debate. Now, as head Jag or not, you know, oh, I God. was trying to I was trying to hold on for Jag. The thing is after weeks go by, Jag, he just proves the haters right. And I can't keep defending him. He didn't burn too many bridges. I just gotta let him get tagged when he get tagged. That like, he deserves it at this point. <laughs> And Matt, I mean, regardless of how I feel about how passive he is, he continues to be his win equity continues to be high. He continues to stay in these great positions. Like he's still solidified, I feel like, top three, no matter what happens. Like anything could happen, and this man is probably gonna be in that end game. What I what I find interesting though is that if like a Jag goes home in this double eviction, like I don't think it's like a hundred percent that Matt will just become the next comp beast. And now that would be interesting oh, because you have someone like America who have gotten close. You have Bowie who's gotten close and Alicia. won before Felicia. And it's mm -hmm. like, what if Matt can't what if Matt can't win power? Does mm -hmm. Matt go from the perception of, oh, he's just under Jag to now under Sari? Or he's just getting you know what I mean? Cause I don't think that Matt is gonna be someone who could argue his case in the final. I season. think he can. I, I, I don't he think he fully understands the type of game that he's been playing. And he's mentioned the type of game he's playing. That's why I think he can. You can finish, though. But it's all about articulating it, though, for a final jury speech. Most people can't. 
you know, I've seen a lot of these uh, final jury speeches, and it's not, it's not good. And I feel like the type of spe- specifically the type of game he's, he's playing, I just feel like it can easily be perceived as, like I just said, if Jag goes and he's not able to clinch a win, it can be perceived as, well, you were kind of just following behind other people. And then now you're sitting here in final two, I, especially if he's next to three. Because that's the thing. It's not like he wants to get out Jag and go to the end with Bowie or America, who he can easily beat. He wants to go to the end with three, who could beat him. The only other person would win equity in the game. And that's just my thing with Matt, because it's like you're loyal to two of the most people, two of the people in the game who could win the most and probably win over you. And like, I just, I don't really like that linked with his passi- uh, passiveness. Because like, if Jack, because r- really, like, he's been great socially this entire time. But when it comes to being a power player, I do think that when it comes to exerting influence and, like, like the whole Minutemen of it all, I think that's a lot of Jag. I think Jag's at the forefront of a lot of that. And if Jag goes, we still have – we don't have that much time. But, like, we have two or three more rounds, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. what is he going to show him as, as an individual player once Jag leaves? And I don't know how much he's going to be able to give – I don't know how much he's going to be able to do, especially if you have Felicia, America, and Bowie all still in, who's able to win competitions, who could take out him, could take out a three. You know, any. I'm just saying, anything could happen. Like I don't. It it may not even be best for him to want Jag to go in the double, like he was saying. But it's like mm, it's kind of weird too, because it's like, can you beat Jag and in? You never really know. And I think that he himself has placed himself in that position with his passiveness. It, it reminds me a lot of Tyler in BB20. Like, I don't think anyone thought that Tyler wasn't going to win BB20. He got to the end, and he was not – the game that he played in that house, not only was he not able to articulate it, but it was not understood by the jury as a whole. And I do think that's possible. I mean, you never know. What if Jack – what if he cuts Jack in the double and Jack is bitter as hell? You that's know? Possible. And is going there and saying, I, I did everything for him. He didn't do anything in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could kind of say that because he did take out Mimi. He did take out Cameron. He did take out Corey. He did take out Blue. He would be sitting there with a bunch of people that he took out. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't really know how much of a story Matt really has. Now, unless I, I'm wrong and he can go and give a great speech and eat everybody up he's next to, there's a different story. But the type of player that he's been in this game it has not shown me that he would be able to do that. So I think I'm going to um, go with the 6.5 as well. Yeah. Um, you ate him up. I, <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like I um, I was impressed by Matt's understanding that Jag needs to go. That was one of the, the things I wasn't sure he was. And I think, I think it shows that he's smarter then I keep thinking he isn't. I keep thinking he's not that smart or he's just going to allow these things. But he doesn't want Jag to make it too far because he knows that Jack is going to be hard to beat. And I think a part of that is a part of the reason I think he'll be able to articulate it. He's made comments like, I know I'm the one who saved Jag and Jag has helped me. These are things that he has already said. So it might be easier for him to say it in the final two. And I think Matt's going to be good at questions. He is an Olympian. They get interviewed all the time he is going to be able to answer a question. He might not be able to give a great speech, but I think he can answer a question well. Someone says, what's your biggest move? And Jack's not there. He can say, I saved Jack with the power. He helped get me here, and then I took him out. Um, And he's already said some of these things uh, throughout, so I think he can answer questions well. But you're right about the the actual speech. I'm not sure, because he is so passive. Um, But he's passive, but he's saying that he might do these things with Jack. And I think 
what it is for Matt is if he gets a perfect opportunity handed to him, he will do it. But I do think he could um, in certain situations get an opportunity to take the shot at Jag. And I think that he could win. I also think he could still win against Jag. Corey went to the jury saying he thinks Matt's playing the best game. I think Sari initially did feel like Jag was running it all. But now that Matt has had conversations with her, Sari can go to the jury and be like, I mean, Matt doesn't want Jag there. Corey's already going to be saying it. I think those are going to be the two most influential people in the jury. And the thing about the jury, and similar with the Tyler situation, the people who are most influential in the jury are the people who are going to guide the vote. Um, and the most influential people, I think, will be pro-Matt, or at least Corey is. And I think he will be talking a lot um, as he <laughs> does. And yeah. I think if Sari ends up going, she will be too, but she might go at final three, so it might not matter. But I think Corey will be, I can see Blue being um, pro-Matt. If Bowie Jane ends up going, I think she will be pro-Matt. So I do think there's going to be a lot of people who just like him more or might just be pro him more. Um, but it's possible that people just are just going to want to vote Jag too. And that's his issue. Um, it's that he can lose to Jag. So I don't know. I feel conflicted, but I am impressed by the fact that he's saying he's going to cut him. And I think if the opportunity comes, he might. So I'll give him a seven. But um, girl, we'll see. I don't know. Last is Sari. We was giving her nines and shit. I will say, Ethan Amel gave her a nine, and I said, I have to match. You're not going to out Sarimi. So that's, the, you know, Loki, she didn't deserve that. But, um, Peridium, how are you feeling about Sarimi? Well, if you're pro Sarimi, you're going to be able to. I, I, I've been rooting for Street for a while, but I'm not as high as a nine. Uh, or, even, or even an eight, to be honest. Um, <laughs> or even a seven. No, or, even, or even a seven, to be honest, ah, you know? Maybe not even a six. <laughs> maybe not even a six. It might be even just be a four. Or you know, look, Sri's uh, the third most likely person to win this season, but she's not the third most likely person to reach the final two, which is unfortunate um, because I think that she has been one of my favorites to watch day in and day out. I'm still so so impressed with a lot of things she says and does. She has the right reads. She's got not the right reads all the time, um, but she understands the direction that her game needs to go. And she's trying to get, she's trying to herd these cats to do the right thing. And they're just all over the place and they're just clawing at each other's faces. And, you know, Bowie's going down with the wrong ship and Felicia's going, in my opinion, down with the wrong ship, but Hey, maybe she'll, maybe she'll find fall into the right place at the wrong time or what. I don't know. And I'm just like, I feel frustrated because on some hand, on some level, it's not just like, Felicia chooses to go in a different direction than Sari, and that's not just Felicia's doing. Like that, Sari contributes to that with the way that she handles Felicia and that relationship. Mm -hmm. She's a little bit aggravated by Felicia a lot, gets on her nerves, you know, uh, uh, you know, gets rid of her toenails on on Sari's bed, and Sari doesn't love it and gets yeah. passive aggressive and gives her shit for it. I don't blame her. She says, "Watch this, watch, watch this magic trick. Blue's about to get targeted. Just watch." And then she just looks at her in the kitchen, like. So am I going to tell you to shut the fuck up, Felicia? <laughs> am I going to tell you? Like, can I? Can you tell me? She's like, okay, you can tell me. You can tell me. And I'm like, she's not going to appreciate that, and it's not furthering your relationship. And I understand that it's like, it's a long game. It's been 85 days. It's it's like three Survivor seasons at this point. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. It's it's too long, and I don't blame Suri for like getting fed up here. And she's not wrong. She's not wrong. She has the right. She gets what's happening. She gets the dynamic of the house really well, except for 
Felicia, who is undermining her gameplay at the moment, and that's really mm-hmm. bad. Um, also, her campaign to want to keep Blue so badly is like, unfortunately, furthering Blue's chances of staying. And they're realizing we can't trust Sri super well because she's lost Felicia, which is creating this domino effect that is further getting Blue out, which is not good for Sri. I think in a way, America's kind of the same in a sense, swapping them in and out. But it's it's still it's uh, it's not looking too great here. And then she's losing like the loyalty that she might have had with Matt and Jag and Bowie. And Bowie's all about that loyalty. And when she <laughs> finds out Suri is, uh, oh my God, selling us out, what do we do about that? And it's like Matt, thankfully, seems to still want her around, which is a really good thing for them because I think Matt and Jag are currently the ones calling the shots. Bowie just sort of is nodding her head and going along with it. So that's going to be help Suri. It could get her top four. She could fall into that Felicia spot that we just talked about regardless of everything that's going down this week. But for me, I just feel like Sri is not active enough. She's not proactive enough in getting something together. And she loves to sit down and speculate in the comic room like she used to do back in the beginning of the season. And she's sort of trying to turn Felicia into like the Izzy, where they love to sit in that comic room and just like talk and talk and talk. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really go anywhere. And they don't act on it very much until Felicia started acting. She had the wherewithal to start playing an individual mm-hmm. game. Sri is not, and she's losing that foot race because she's choosing to just talk and not move. And she's not setting up the pieces for this double, in my opinion, to seize the day. And in fact, she's losing ground because now Felicia is currently like, I don't want to do that. She might do it because in the heat of the moment, it's like, how could you not? But yeah, I don't know, maybe she won't. Um, and that would be a huge failing on Ceri's part. And it hurts me to do it because it's the lowest I will give her, but I'm going to give her a five. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know, like, it's just, it's tough. I Honestly, bad. I um agree with the five because, yeah. and that's the thing, your last point was really like a big point for me. She wasn't setting things up for herself. It's similar a little bit to like the whole um, concept with America. You can be smart all day long, um, but do something. She was allowing Blue to not want to target Jad and Mag. She wasn't pushing that hard at all, barely pushing it. She um, was letting Felicia kind of like figure stuff out of her. Well, girl, you might, I don't know. And, and girl, just say it. Like, girl, get your eggs in a row. We finna be at a double I, eviction. It's top six. I know. What happened? Like, you need to you need to move. What about that? And she's not. And it's like, dang. I feel like that is what's irritating. She's not actively, like, helping her other allies get together. She thought she should have kept Corey last week. She didn't do it. I think she should have kept Corey. Corey could have potentially won an HOH. He could potentially be a target in front of her. It would have been hard. She wouldn't be able to do it. But still, it's these things that she thinks of. And then she doesn't really do much, like you said. And I think that's what's like, ooh, like, girl, get there. And I think what I've realized, and um, it's fine, but I just don't think Sari is that strategic. And she kind of admitted it earlier this season that she kind of relied on her, on poverty and on Aris and on her allies to be strategic for her. And she did it with Izzy at the beginning of the season. And you can see she just molds her strategy to who she's closest with. When it was Izzy, she was flipping all over the place as soon as Izzy went. Sari was not flipping all over the place. She was doing nothing like Jared because Jared was then her closest ally. And um, I think she really does lean on the strategy of the, of her closest ally and like molds herself to it, which is amazing that she can do that. But um, she's now here alone and she needs to do things and she can, and I think she has the capabilities of doing it. But um, I think it's just in minuscule ways. I think it's like a, 
man, a big jack right here when he has the opportunity. And you need to be doing it needs to be different than that. Social game, great, still good. So she's still a five. But other than that, Lee, how you feel? Yeah, um, I think the reason why I just wasn't as high on Sari last week was because I was saying, like, the closer she kind of gets to this end with the Jag, Matt, and Bowie structure, I think the least likely chance of her winning or even making the final two. Um, I feel like she still has a shot, though. I feel like if they're able to get out Jag in this double, then her game really, really turns around. I think mm-hmm. that she becomes oh, yeah. the front runner, and it's a whole different story. Um, in general, I definitely agree with you guys are saying. Um, it, I feel like a lot of decisions and moves got to this point, and because she's not a player who can kind of win competitions and create her own structure in that way, that's really what's hindering her right now. However, I do feel like one thing that she's always proven to be is someone that ends up being one of the most protected in the game. And I feel Mm -hmm. like even with everything that's happening, like Felicia's like, she's, she's kind of messing her up a little bit, undermining her, but I don't think it's going to actually go anywhere too far. I do think that she still has to vote up with Felicia. I think that she's still guaranteed top four, maybe even top four, if maybe even top three, if Matt has that vote at final four, you know, I don't think that she is losing her position in that top three spot, but it's just whether or not, she'll have the win equity or, you know, the ability to even get to that final two at that point. And I think that's the big issue. Um, I'm not, I'm not that low on her this week. Um, I'm going to go with the 6.5 for her. I feel like mainly because like I said, this is her last shot in this double. If Jag is still here in final five, it's Jag, Matt, Bowie, or if Bowie goes home somehow and it's Jag, Matt, her, I'm going to go a little bit lower because at that point, it's over. She might. I think she might as well wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like maybe a shot can be taken in final five, but I just feel like that's even more least likely. So I think she still has. There, there, she still has some outs to get Jack out of this game and really just you know take it to the end. But the biggest fear is she's running out of people. The people she do have, they're not on the same page. She's not getting them on the same page like you guys have said. And. It's just it's, it's working out real bad for her. I just I can't go I can't go to the five just yet. Not on mother. Not on mother. <laughs> I can't do it just yet. But definitely, I, I, we'll see. I'm happy that this week is a double because I want to see we'll what this final five is going to be. We'll find out real quick, honestly. Um, let me put them in order. Boom. We got Matt at the top again, girl. Instead of Sari. Um, Matt at the top, then Sari, then Jack, and then Felicia, America, Bowie. Yeah, the bottom makes sense. The same score. I think it looks about right. Like Blue's going at the moment. Bowie, I don't think can win the game in in any situation. Yeah, and then you got like the other four or the other five. One of those is going to win. It's really damn near win equity in order, except Jack, because <laughs> he's going home at the double. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean this this double. We're so used to watching Jag win comps, but like this could be like Michael last season. Yeah, like it yeah. very well could, and it would be yeah. a you're gonna get a very different ending if that happens. In my, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Yo, and he can't play in HOAs just like Michael couldn't. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect setup. It's a perfect setup. Hopefully he goes right, guys. Mm-hmm. And when Matt I, and I, I Felicia are voting, and Bowie goes home and sticks. Play. Oh God! And the Jag Nation um, stands again. Please no. 
Let me I stop y'all. Because if he win, I'm gonna be pissed off. So I need to stop. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. You ain't just saying stuff you don't believe in. You can't put that energy into the earth. Anyway, y'all, we have a we have a double coming up. So make sure y'all tuning in because it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a doozy. But Peridium. Thank you so much for joining us. It was amazing having you, talking to you. Let people know where you're going to be at. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. I'm on YouTube. Uh, I've been on YouTube. It's, this was this uh, this week was six years on YouTube now, which is wild. Uh, thank, yeah, thank you. Uh, every week I put out a new video. If Survivor's on the air, I talk about Survivor. If Big Brother's on the air, I talk about Big Brother uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays. And in, if they're both on the air, like right now, I'll talk about both of them. And um, that's the current that's the current plan. Every week it's a dare. It's not I don't always talk about like the current season. Sometimes I like to slip it in a little bit. But most of the time I'm talking about anything in the history of these shows. They've been on for 25 years. So there's a lot to talk about. A lot of different ways you can cut it. But that's what I'm doing. Yeah, let's get into it. What I like about Peridium's videos is that he does just talk about general things. And sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's strategic. He really has a good variety. So get into it or whatever and get into us. We were on the Royalty podcast um, this week. We also were on Silent Podcast this week. So check us out there, um, especially if you missed it. Go go check it out. Duh. Also, we're going to be here every damn near day because we're covering everything. Still. Oh, the challenge is over. We're just covering Big Brother, um, Survivor, and Amazing Race. So tune into those. Um, and follow us everywhere at T-Reality Kingdom. And girl, I know we're out. Bye. Period. Girl, oh girl. <laughs>